four, and we're in. Welcome. Are, are you sure? Yeah, we're we're in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel it. <laughs> Welcome to the Off Fellows Podcast. Uh, we have a special episode today. Taking it back to the beginning, it is me and Louis. You two bastards bailed on us, backstabbers. Yeah. You know who you are. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> you know, although Ryan did mention that he was building a home studio. So think, maybe maybe that's why he... I, I think he's doing his own podcast now. Oh! oh! Shots fired. <laughs> the Ryan Gaming Rig podcast. Hey, hey, imagine next time you're like, hey, I can't come either. Hey, you're over there. <laughs> I'll be like, damn, all right. Just because I don't, I, I use USB microphones. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his home built computer. Hey, man, it works, right? <laughs> you're just in a recliner. You're like, hey, man, <laughs> this is comfortable. Like Waterbed. <laughs> <laughs> we got a fucking air conditioner going and shit. Uh, ah, but yeah, anyways, me and Louis came in here to Studio B, of course. To Studio B. Lay down some vocals. And, um, we don't really have a plan today because, you know, sometimes it's fun to just kind of chill out. Well, we had a plan. We had a plan. And, and I guess that'll be for next time. Uh, should, we're... should we tell them what, what to expect next episode or should we just keep that a secret? Yeah, I think we should actually because, I mean, that'll make people interested and be like, oh, shit, okay, they're going to talk about that. Yeah, that's cool. So what are we talking about? We're going to talk about uh, Teslas and their tendency to explode. And also the terrors of modern day technology. Ooh. I don't want to say they're terrors, but they're just kind of scary how technology has advanced. And in a way, how much we don't own it, it kind of owns us. You know, how, yeah. how, how could you really own a piece of technology, a downloadable software, when someone can just write another piece of code and be like, this is now worth $50 more? As opposed to, you know, is it the same amount of work. They just kind of add an extra line here, an extra line there. Yeah. And then it's like, now it's... $100, more. Anyways, that's what we're going to touch bases on next time um, because Tesla cars are basically just rolling pieces of of electronics and technology that's programmable in any way you want. Yeah. So tune in and uh, check that next episode next time. That's right. Uh, Stock, queue up your spank bank and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and join us in. Yeah. Uh, so... But today, um, yeah, so it's, uh, uh, I was um, to sh- shoot into this podcast. Uh, my sister brought this uh, documentary up to my attention the other day. Okay. So um, I think I, I think you told me about it too. The uh, don't fuck with cats. No. Okay, so that was my sister. Then. Oh, so shit. shout okay. out to my sister. Hey, I got a cat. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the the premise of it is that this this it's real life. This happened in real oh, real life. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. So dude, it's fucking crazy. It's a fucking rabbit hole. So oh. the premise is that this this guy he randomly posted a video on the internet and it went viral, and it was of him like putting these two kittens in a vacuum seal bag and kills them. Oh shit. Right. And so. It, there was this huge fucking outrage about it and yeah, a couple imagined. yeah obviously a couple of people decided to do something about it they created a a uh, a group uh to find the killer and so they started like fucking going 
through all the video and they made stills of each shot and each frame right. and try to like identify everything yeah and it went into like all right well this guy's fucking because you can see in the video i mean i didn't see the video the only I'm, i only saw what the documentary showed me right so it's basically the guy and he's on the bed with the cats and then he puts him in the back and then you see the bed is like a uh, like this wolf quilt. Mm-hmm. So people started like, all right, I'm going to fucking see who sells this fucking wolf quilt. So they went and they, they found out that there was only one seller on eBay, but oh, they fuck. shipped internationally. <laughs> so they're like, oh, fuck. So next next clue. And they saw their, um, a pack of cigarettes and they were Marlboro. The thing that the pack of cigarettes, it's um, like, the labeling and the advertisement on the cigarettes it changes from like country to country like oh. in some current countries they they uh, they force those companies to put pictures of like people's lungs and like oh, no way. And shit like that Dang, so they're crazy. like identifying the right, fucking box from, what, what yeah. region it could be from yeah and they're like oh no well this says the surgeon general so it has to be from northern america ah. and so like they're like getting closer and closer dude <laughs> and so they find out who this guy is like <laughs> you have to watch it dude it's fucking intense ah, i want to watch it out. it's fucking intense well anyways I'm on because three. It's a mini series. It's three okay. episodes long. Uh, it's about an hour long. Nice. And I'm watching this like roughly around eleven o'clock last night, and I'm just like, all right, fuck. <laughs> twelve o'clock hits. Twelve thirty hits, and I'm just like, fuck, I gotta go to bed. You know, like I have to wake up early. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, well, fuck it. You know, I'll turn it off when the episode ends. Yeah. So the episode ended roughly about one o'clock ish, mm-hmm. and then I'm just like, all right, well, fuck it. Um. I'm, I couldn't find a fucking controller to fucking turn off everything. <laughs> that was your excuse? Like, yeah. fuck it, I just watched the whole thing. <laughs> and so Netflix implemented this new timer. So before, it would give you like a good 20 seconds of like, are you sure you still want to watch it right. or skip next episode? That shit's quick now, dude. It's like three seconds and the next fucking episode <laughs> is loaded. And I'm like, I don't even know where the controller's at. And then the next episode started. I was like, well, fuck it. Might as well watch the next one. <laughs> I'm going to sleep at fucking two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Your alarm's going up for work. You're yeah, like, oh, I'm like, fuck. Uh, yeah, and then in the morning, this morning, uh, my my sister was up and she was in the kitchen. I was like, dude, you're late for work, huh? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I fucking stayed up watching that fucking documentary. <laughs> it's fucking good though. Like once we're done, I'm gonna finish watching the third episode because it's really really good. I'm gonna have to check it out, dude, dude. I highly recommend it. It's it's so like it's called Don't. Mess with cats? Don't fuck with cats. Don't cat. fuck with cats. Yeah. Okay. It's really good, dude. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. It, it caught me off guard. Like, I didn't know what to expect, but it's really good. Dang. It's really good. By the way, might I add that mini documentaries are like the perfect anything, I think, you know? Oh, because it's like, it's not too long. It's not too drawn out. It's not too short either. Yeah. You know, like movies sometimes feel like they're just cramming everything into like an hour and a half two hours sometimes they're three hours and you're just like fuck (laughs) you know and then mini documentaries is just like well spaced out you're like damn this happened now this now this now this yeah they have have, ever since the oj one (laughs) i haven't seen that i loved it dude i loved it it was really good i thought it was good yeah even even the i was even really impressed by the one uh, about um versace 
I still haven't seen that one When they killed Gianni Versace. That one's also very interesting. I never thought I'd like it, but it's interesting too. What, what, is it the like the one? The, all right, so the OJ one is the one with uh, the people Cuba. versus OJ. Is that with the Cuba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Junior and the guy from Friends, Ross. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I heard about that one, and I still haven't watched it, but I heard it was good. It was good. If if you like it, you know you're gonna. If you liked the whole trial and all that stuff about it, you is know, it you're like? Into it. Is it like miniseries? Like yeah, it's like a, a miniseries. Of- it's a few episodes. I'm not sure how many episodes it is, but it's a few episodes. And they just kind of go through the whole trial and all the stuff that happened. And, you know, you get pissed off again. You know, I don't remember the original trial because I was too young. Yeah. But, you know, you know, when you start hearing all the evidence and you start looking at everything that happened and all that stuff, you start to realize, like, man, this guy got away with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot that was kind of overlooked or thrown out because of whatever it was, circumstances of how the evidence was found or whatever and uh, so I don't know. It just it, you're just like, dang! I don't know how the hell he got away with it. But once you see it and you start to kind of like break down everything that happened, you start to understand why the jury was so against the police and so for a star running back in the NFL that everybody loved and adored. And you know, at the time, you had like the Rodney King beatings, and yeah. the, the, you know, the LAPD was racist, and the LAPD was just out to get black people. So, you know, white people didn't want to be called racist and black people were obviously going to stand with their people. So it just the circumstances for him to get away with it were perfect at the time. <laughs> yeah. No, that's crazy, dude. Like, I mean, I I remember little little bits and pieces. I remember the day that they announced it. I, I, uh, I think I didn't go to school um, and I watched it because that was the only thing that was on TV. Yeah. And I remember... Um, Dude, I remember the fucking the TV we used to have had a little burnt mark on the top of the left corner, <laughs> and then it was it was kind of uh, on top of a, a dresser, but it was one of those tall dressers. Oh, and I remember every Mexican <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, enough about my my vision and you yeah. know my memory, but yeah, I remember that shit. Like it was crazy, dude. Yeah. Like it's crazy how like shit like that that affects you. You remember like smells and. Yeah, you, like you're, you're, it's transports you to the spot where you were, yeah, dude. and just uh, like yeah. we were talking about uh, 9/11 um, a couple episodes ago, with, like um, how the whole Kobe Bryant felt like 9/11. Or at yeah, least, you're right. No, you're right. At least that's how it made me feel. But like I, I do remember. It's like, fuck, where were you? Or what is you know those stupid questions on yeah. where were you when 9/11 happened? Or where were you when? Kobe Bryant pass, you know, like all that stuff, and yeah, like I, it transports you back, dude. And it's fucking crazy how the mind works like that. I, I I remember vividly walking into my classroom, my homeroom, in I think it was sixth grade, walking in there, and then the teacher had the TV on. Yeah, it was like because this happened early in the morning, well New York time. Yeah, yeah, and then over here was early in the morning. I was just getting to class and, and, you know, she just explained to everybody, you know, what happened, you know, that this was a terrorist attack and she, the TV was on and everybody was just kind of like, you know, you know, to me, it was not really like it was like, you know, yeah, like, <laughs> I've, seen, yeah. I've seen war, you know, images of war before, you know, but, you know, and you start to kind of realize how much it affected everybody else. So you kind of start to feel that as well. Yeah. And you start to think like, oh, my God, so this is a big deal. And I remember that night very, very much so because. Where we used to live, there was like, I think it was like en route to LAX. Mm-hmm. So you can, like, there was planes flying all the time. And that day it was like, 
empty. Quiet. Yeah. Nothing in the air. And it was like, I I, I will always remember that because I looked up and I was like, there is no planes out there. Yeah. It was, like, what it, the it was crazy. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> fucking surreal, dude. I remember that day um, I woke up in the morning, got ready for, for school. And, um, you know, we turned on, we usually turn on the, the TV to have yeah. like background oh, yeah. noise as we're getting ready. And uh, I remember this talking about the news and I was just like, yeah, whatever. You're not really focused on it. Then getting into school, first period was uh, my Spanish uh, class. And I remember I walk in and I felt like I was late to, to class because it was just so like, what's going on? Right, like, yeah. Like everybody was in on it. You were yeah. like coming into it like. <laughs> and so I, I walk in and like as you walk in the door uh, to the right, immediately to the right, there was um, the the TV up in the top right corner of the, the classroom. Right. So you walk in and everybody's like staring at the TV and I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? So I walk in closer or mm-hmm. further in and I look back into, to the TV and I was like, Oh shit. Like I thought it was just like a show or something. Right. <laughs> so then like I sit down on my desk and like the teacher's like pacing back and forth. She's trying to call someone. I guess she had family over there. Mm-hmm. I never really found out about, what happened yeah but i remember she was pacing back and forth on the, her cell phone or on her phone um and yeah i was just like what the fuck and every class had the, the tv on it wasn't until my last period class um it was a history teacher he 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 was like refusing to like turn it on he wanted to kind of explain what happened and whatnot and i I remember that like that helped a lot because it was kind of like everybody was lost everybody was like what's going on and he was the only one was like this is what's happening Mm. to the best of my knowledge right and you know hands down to that teacher he was he was legit but yeah dude it's fucking crazy like i little little snippets of life of you know the world coming together and experiencing experiencing yeah. something like that is fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, th- that was just, like, an immense amount of, like, you know, patriotism that came out of that. You know, everybody was just super American. Everybody was, like, it was great to be an American. You know, we're all together kind of deal. And it was, like, that was nice. <laughs> I'm, was glad nice. You, I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> I was, like, not happy about that. Oh, you didn't like that? No, because like I remember, I kind of vaguely went, I you know, t- yeah. t- touched on that subject, but I didn't like it because I felt like, you know, I'm not as patriotic as they come, but I, right. I felt like I was patriotic. You know, I I love where I live, and you know, I'm all for the U.S. Yeah. Of course, I don't agree with everything that they do, but this is my home. You know, right? So, like all this fucking day and night patriot patriotism like kind of what you mean like pissed me off because like oh all of a sudden you're gonna like a bandwagon yeah Yeah. exactly it felt like a bandwagon so to me like like it felt it didn't feel real and it didn't feel like like oh fuck you you know like you weren't a patriot or you weren't patriotic before this like obviously my stupid teenager brain thought this right and now as i'm talking about it i was just like oh that's fucking (laughs) <laughs> dumb well i mean when you're a teenager you feel like you you know your opinion is everything you figured yeah. it all out you know what you're talking about you know so it makes sense though i was i think at the time i was younger than you so i i think i hadn't developed those 
like I'm self-aware. I know what I know. The, yeah. You know the status of society kind of deals. I was still you know younger, so I didn't really have that. You know those hormones to kind of like build off of yet, but uh, I see what you mean. I see where you would come to that conclusion of like you know everybody all of a sudden wants to be American. You know back you know when you know when you guys were protesting. You know where's Rage Against the Machine now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I remember. Um, so shortly after that happened, I was like on full on like angry mode. So I'm. Uh, I don't know if I'm. I'm gonna. What's the word I'm looking for? If I'm going to fuck myself over by saying this, but I don't care. Man. We're already blacklisted on the internet by the government, so go ahead. So when that happened, obviously everybody bought their American flags and put them yep. outside their porch, right? Yeah. So I had the grandest idea of like, oh, I'm going to fight back. So I started stealing people's flags from oh, their shit, porches, dude, dude. You were like, you were like V for Vendetta style. Oh, I was angry, dude. I was oh, an angry shit. fucking teenager, dude. So uh, we we would go around and we would jack people's fucking flags, U.S. flags, yeah. and like whoever wanted to come with me, I like we would distribute the flags and we would like get drunk and like go at night and do this shit. Obviously yeah. not during the day. And um, my neighbor. Not my direct neighbor, but like a you know, a few houses down, they had this really, really nice flag, dude. Like (laughs) quilted. No, it was, dude. It was like some like like uh, unfortunately later to find out it was one of the ones that they present to someone that has passed away. I see. And so yeah, it was a service flag. So you know, we went out, my friends and I, and we jacked a bunch of flags, and I was like, I called dibs on this one. And they're like, all right, well, fuck it. You know, you call dibs. So we fucking did everything and take it off. It was screwed in there. I remember I fucking yanked. And I was like, oh, it's not coming off. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm too, I'm, I'm into deep. So I <laughs> yeah, fucking, I'm already here. You know, I'm, I fucking wiggled and it finally came loose and whatnot. And I kept it. And it was like my pride and joy, dude. Yeah. And um, everybody would like tag on theirs or like write stupid shit on theirs. And mm-hmm. I was like, nope. I'm, you know, keeping this this flag you know as original as i can and um i even took it to the cleaners once i believe uh but yeah like i fucking cherished that flag and then as i became older i was like fuck dude like this is a service flag like yeah yeah you started to realize yeah, the importance like, of it so i fucking i was in rltc when i was a kid and uh so i knew how to f- uh, fold the flags and whatnot mm-hmm. so i f- folded the flag how it's supposed to be folded and then I wrapped it in um, like a, a a plastic bag, and I wrote a, a note, and I said, "Oh, you know, I was stupid when I was a kid, and like I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to remain anonymous, anonymous, uh, but I just want to return your flag, and it's like I'm, I'm sorry, and I, I forgot what I wrote exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, like I fucking left it in their porch." Mm. And I felt so much better because, like, for the longest, yeah, yeah, you had that, that fucking. I knew it was a service flag. Yeah, it was important to the yeah. people. Well, that's actually a very good story of redemption and just being able to, like, you know, because most people would have been like, "Fuck it, I already did it." You yeah, know, I'm gonna either if I don't want the guilt, I'm gonna get rid of it, or I'm just gonna like, you know, put it somewhere and just forget about it. Yeah, you know, but you know, you had that enough inside of you to go back and be like, "I'm gonna make it right," because yeah. fuck it. I, you know, I know how much it means to these people and I know how much it means to whoever it is that, you know, could have possibly passed away in the line of duty to, you know, be their family to be presented with this flag. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I get you. Yeah, dude. And it was it was it was enlightening to like to finally experience it and like I didn't have trouble letting go of the flag because mm-hmm. it meant something to me too. Right. But it meant more to me to drop drop it off and, and write that letter. And it's funny, like obviously I did the crime, you know, fucking stealing and shit. Yeah. But but it felt good to like return it back and I was like, you know what? Like I, I was stupid, I was a kid and and I'm glad they have it back. Yeah. But I'm I'm sure they, they regardless of the circumstances, I'm glad they still had it back because that's an irreplaceable item. That yeah. Just like, you know, that's what was presented to them, you know, at, maybe was at the funeral, you know? Yeah. Who knows? And, you yeah. know, because that's, I think that's usually what they do, right? They, yeah, they're about to bury them. They fold the flag and then yeah. they present it to the, either the wife or the parents or whoever is the surviving. Yeah. The, yeah. the next of kin. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's, I think it's, it's great that you did that. And I think that's a great, points of growth for anybody to be able to just suck up their pride and just be like, you know what, I'm going to do something selfless that I, you know, to rectify something that I did as a selfish person. Yeah. But yeah, kudos to you, man. Thanks, man. But but going back into and using this as a segue cuz you mentioned Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're going on um on tour bastard and it's expensive like, i know like see like Ugh. i want to see them so much dude me too dude and, but but the the values that they instilled in me using their music yeah. is te- it, like it tells me what the fuck are you doing like don't spend this much money yeah, to exactly. go watch them like, like this is you're buying into the corporation exactly <laughs> dude and it's like i was telling my girlfriend i was like i want to see them so bad but i I, those values that they were instilled in me, they're just too powerful. Like I, I think what they sh- could have done some, you know, obviously it costs money to go on tour and all this other stuff, you know, but you know, fuck, they're, it's not like they're not rich, you know, they're making royalties off of their records, yeah. you know, if they wanted to really be like, you know what, we're going to do this tour and we're going to do it right. They could have just gotten like, whatever been like we're just gonna do it at cost you know to everybody yeah you know we're gonna do this there's gonna be no service fees there's gonna be no hidden charges and we're you know there's no way you can resell these tickets they're gonna have your name on them yeah and only you with your id can get in because otherwise you know you'll still have scalpers yeah exactly and then people will be charging eight fucking eight nine hundred dollars for the fucking tickets like get the fuck out of here yeah but you know that would be i think a great move on their hand especially a band like that that's basically anti-capitalism, anti-establishment, establishment, anti-government, anti. You're gonna pay the most for whatever it is that we, you know. Yeah, like, to me, it didn't make any sense. And like, you know, I I followed Rage Against the Machine, uh, you know, all through my teenage years, and a lot of that that energy that I was talking to you about, mm-hmm. like patriotism and, and shit like that, and. Uh, came from like the lyrics and and it sucks because i know that um there's rumors that supposedly that uh sack de la rocha quit the band because no one was listening to his message right. and like when that when i heard I that, I, that i was like dude i was like you know <laughs> i was fucking raising my hand i was like i was nigga you You're know like, ah. so like it, it it pained me to like like him quitting quit quitting Quitting. <laughs> you said you said it right, but you said it like you With know very act. hood. <laughs> quitting. <Yeah>. Quitting. <laughs> <laughs> it pained me because he quit the band because yeah. of no one was listening to. Like I don't know if his, the, those are true or not. Yeah. But like I was like, fuck, like that sucks. And then 
Next thing you know, Audio Slave comes out, and I was like, oh, I'm yeah. fucking down for it because it's, you know, the pretty fucking, much the band yeah, except like, for yeah. Like, yeah. And so I was like following them, and then Chris Cornell dies, and I'm just like, fuck, dude, like we got nothing. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna follow Prophets of Rage. I've never followed nah, them. I didn't. I never really got into it either. Because I don't understand, like, one thing that bugged the shit out of me is that they were very, you know, opportunists, like, when all the, you know, Occupy Wall Street was happening, they're like, oh, we're fucking making this fucking new record, come check us out, like, and you can look it up, like, they were advertising in that circle, like, with these angry people that were, like, very grassroots and whatnot. And they're advertising to them while all this injustice in society was happening. And, it's like, I didn't like that. Especially yeah. because it's, like, like I get it. Like, it's the, it's the music that should motivate you to do something. But it felt like they were more in it for the profits. Like, they're, like, here's their chance to make a lot of money off of these disillusioned kids exactly. that want to stand for something. And like I always have this joke with uh, um, my my friend is like oh it's the profits the profits yeah that's actually good <laughs> that makes sense and let me tell you something I'm going to rant about Tom Morello right here go for it because I think Tom Morello is the poison in that band because I think he's very very much a profiteer off of his original message mm-hmm. and he's kind of like found into you know he's every time you see him you know whenever anybody questions him like you know but you're making millions of dollars off of your records and your sales and you know that's capitalism at work for yeah. you he's just kind of like well you know you can't really you know argue against the the message you know we're spreading more of a message you know we're making we're doing it through the system we're kind of through yeah. you know they're still like you know like we're still causing you know pockets of fire all around with our message despite us you know doing it in the way that we did it we we couldn't have reached a broad audience in the yeah. way that we did without having to go with a major label <clears throat> but every time i see anything with tom morella it's always it, always with money in mind you know and this yeah. this is another thing that i saw recently that really kind of solidified this opinion for me about him in uh, on instagram I don't know if you ever seen the uh, like the ads that come up like it's called a, a master class or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <clears> and it was, one of them was about him. Like he's like he's like, I'll teach you my guitar moves. I'll teach you my yeah. my style and stuff. And he's like, dude, those are expensive lessons. Those are expensive. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like uh, two hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Or like individual uh, videos. Yeah. It's like fucking fifty bucks or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. It's like what? It gets, the it gets expensive. It's like what the hell, Tom Rello? You know, but I think he's the one, and I, I, I believe I originally had heard something about how you were saying that people weren't connecting with the message. But I also heard that Tom Morello was much more about like bigger concerts, bigger crowds, bigger tours, bigger like we're gonna make money. Let's let's yeah. be a rock band, which they are. But you know, obviously Zach De La Roca, or I don't know De La Rocha, De La Roca. I I always saw it as De La Rocha. Me too. I thought that's exactly what I thought too, but. I've heard a bunch of interviews as of late that say De La Roca, so De La Rocha, because that's what I remember. Because I'm Mexican. <laughs> yeah, because I'm Mexican. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of interviews with, with uh, Zach, and he's always talking about, you know, you know, like Che Guevara and his message and, you know, all the, 
Zapatistas and yeah. the the rising up in Mexico and you know like you know how NAFTA fucked over Mexico and Bill Clinton and you know all the stuff you know yeah. he knows his stuff yeah. he's like he's well versed in all exactly. of these things so he knows what he's talking about you, you you know you're not gonna get one over on him because he's like got everything already like he knows yeah you know he knows what's you know why Mexico is the way that it is it's because you know the American government has kind of kept the slave state next to it yeah you know and. But, you know, he's incredibly intelligent about that stuff. And I think the other members were just kind of in it for the rock band. And yeah. the success came out of Zach's message. And I think they just kind of were like, let's just keep going. And Zach was like, no, this isn't right. You know, we got to keep it I, dude, to the people. I, I wonder what made him like say, oh, fuck it, let's do it. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, because ever since, ever since Coachella hmm. is when they started kind of come back with these tours. Yeah, yeah. But they did have a, a really cool thing that happened, I guess, in in England. I don't mm. know if you heard about it. No, it was it was a maybe earlier on in the decade. Um, apparently, they have like a it's like a American Idol kind of like uh, you. So you think you got something about talent? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyways, it's one of uh, Simon Cowell's bits, but in England. So every Christmas, the winner of that competition has the number one single in that country. So one dude was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. And he's like, we're just going to get, um, I think, Bulls on Parade. Or no, no. Um, or Killing in the Name of. The one that's like, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Yeah, at yeah. the very, very end. Yeah, yeah. That song. Uh, so he's like, I'm just going to get this song. And we're going to like promote it up to be the number one single for that time to beat out that that, that song. Yeah, yeah, the number one. And they hit. did it. And, and the Rage Against the Machine was like, you know what? If you guys do this, if you guys accomplish this, we're going to have a free concert. You know, to celebrate this, and they they did do it. They got it. That's dope. They beat the 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 song, and I I think that's the first time they came back as Rage Against the Machine, the whole band. Yeah. And they celebrated. It was a free concert. You know, it was limited tickets given. Obviously, there was for the venue. It was for safety, but it was a free concert. And they came over there and they you know they celebrated. You know, but that was one of the coolest things I saw. And probably I was like, that's Rage. Like that's what Rage should stand yeah, for. Like exactly. that kind of shit. Like, you know, fuck the main, fuck that, you know, we're going to, you know, bring a song that's like from the nineties to beat a song. That's supposed to be the top song of yeah. the year. And they did it. And you know, they were all about it, but that's crazy. Dude. I yeah. didn't know that. Nah, it was a really cool story too. And then they had them. The funny part about this is that they had them in um, the BBC like they had a live recording like a it was like a radio station so they were gonna do the song obviously at the end he's like fuck you i won't do what you tell me yeah and then they're like you just can't do that part <laughs> how are you gonna tell rage against the machine just don't do that part <laughs> so rage against the machine shows up they do the bit and everything they have their own crew there recording so then they start doing it and then when the song's supposed to end they start building up it's like they're supposed to end it with a dan 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 but then they keep building up, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And then they just keep going, and then they're, they start. I was like, "What do you expect? It's Rage Against the Machine. Of yeah. course they're gonna play it. They have to play it. Otherwise, they a, wouldn't be Rage Against the Machine." It's <laughs> the epitome of fuck you. Yeah. So then they 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 cut the the broadcast, and but obviously their cameras were there, so they still got the whole yeah. performance of it. But <laughs> what did That's you dope. expect? <laughs> yeah. And that was that's when I still respect the Rage Against the Machine because I was like, that's fucking that's well, what they stand for. I, I I respect Zach because, like, I remember like I mean because when that happened when the band broke up, like it was just a uh, empty void of like fuck, 
where can I get more of this? Yeah, the same type of message. Yeah, and like I remember following him, like in, uh, like I remember this this video of him uh, going to like somewhere in South America, and he's singing with a small little guitar. Like in Spanish, have you ever seen that video? I think I've seen that, but a long time ago, I think I've seen it. Yeah. So like, I remember, I, I like for the longest, I would just have that on repeat because that's the closest thing I've ever had to like getting more of like his, new stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember, I don't know if you're familiar with um, one day as a lion, another another of his projects. No. I highly recommend it. I was just showing this is uh, uh, one of his projects to my girlfriend because like we're driving to. the get some food and that came on and she's like what is this i like it and i was like oh it's his sack the lotion i went on this fucking huge rant of what how it is and how it yeah. happened and like it sounds like fucking guitars but it's not it's a fucking synth connected to a fucking uh distortion pedal that sounds like fucking oh, insane that's crazy and dude i highly recommend it one day as a lion one day as a lion i'll check yeah. them out and so anyways when that came in, I was, like, super excited, but it was just, like, an EP, only, like, fucking five songs. So I was like, fuck, when is more going to come out? Yeah. You know? And then fucking, what's that other, uh, the rap stuff that he just did with, uh, what was that uh, fucking band? It's, uh, sorry, I was, uh, Run the Jewels. He did a, a, fe- a featuring a song called... Um, I don't remember the name of the song, but it's Run the Jewels. Okay. And he, he features, he's featured in that song, and it's really good. And Damn. and that was, like, a couple years ago. And when that came, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, it's happening, dude. <laughs> and, like, a, a little bit, where I'm going with this is a, a part of me wants to say that he he is going back to Rage Against the Machine because he loves the music. Because I think he misses it. Oh yeah, it's always been there. Yeah. It's always been there. But I think he 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 misses the music, dude. Cuz like he's doing all these like projects and like featurings and whatnot. So it just it feels like it's like fuck I missed this like you know, spreading my message or maybe just I just want to yeah. make music or something. I don't know, but a little part of me wants to believe that. And I yeah, don't want to believe that he's doing it for the money because that would that would break my heart, dude. <laughs> that would make him more like Tom Morello. Yes. And like how you're going back to what you were saying, I completely 100% agree with you. I think that he is or had a big part of destroying that band. Yeah, I think also so. the basses is a piece of shit. Is he? <laughs> yes, dude. Okay. So we went to go, uh, me and my buddy, uh, Tim, uh, we went to go see the John uh, Lennon, or not John Lennon, but the his son. It's called like the delirium experiment or something like that. We were talking, okay. telling you about uh, the basis from um, fucking Jimmy is a race car driver. Uh, Primus? Primus, yes. Primus, okay, so yeah, yeah. The, the basis from Primus and the son of uh, John Lennon mm-hmm. made this group and we want to go see them. And uh, the band that opened up for them I forgot what it was, it was like a rat trap or some shit like that. Mm. But it was the basis from Raising His Machine. He right. comes out, it's like, oh, you guys fucking suck. You guys don't know what real music is, blah, blah, blah. And he was like just talking shit to like the, you know, people you're about to fucking. Play for? Yeah. It was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And I remember like writing, I was like, yeah, so uh, this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> when I had Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was like, 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 like. 
That guy fucking likes so much, dude. But yeah, honest, he's a piece of shit. He does seem like he's a little pompous. Like he yeah. thinks he knows more than everybody else. Like yeah. he's in on everything and he's like, you know, you guys are dumb. You guys, you know, it's like, fuck, dude, these guys are at your show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck, the fuck are you up. doing? He's like, you know, you know, I don't know. I kind of reminds, well, no, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't identical, but it was similar Kind of, not really. I guess I can see where he's coming from. But anyways, you know the band, obviously, the Mars Volta? Yes. So the Mars Volta, I guess, we were having a concert. And, you know, I don't know if you, you're familiar too much with, like, hardcore, like, like beat down hardcore, like, you know, basically yeah, yeah. just breakdowns. Like, yeah. You know, and people slam dancing. Jo, 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 jo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like slam dancing or moshing. Yeah. So I guess uh, the Mars Volta was having a concert. And uh, there was people that started doing that, you know, the fighting invisible people with karate moves. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, uh, I forgot, Cedric, Cedric starts the show. He's like, he's like, he's like, I don't want that at my show. He's like, you guys are all just sheep. You guys are all just following the group. You guys are all just sheep. He's like, bah, bah. I think this is when he was still like on drugs and shit. But he yeah. was like, he was really pissed. He's like, why are you guys doing that? You know, you guys are messing it up. For other people that just want to listen and enjoy the, the vibes. Yeah. You know, there's no need for moshing at, at our show. We're the Mars Volta. We're not fucking, you know, some hardcore band. Yeah. But, you know, I, it kind of reminded me of what you were saying. You know, but he, but he, I guess he had, like, the correct uh, intent in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, I would agree with that because the Mars Volta isn't really, like, uh, hardcore. They don't, they don't even have breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I would agree with him. I, yeah, yeah. I I vote yes. <laughs> Approved. Approved. <laughs> I'm Cedric Bixler, and I approve this message. <laughs> no, but yeah, man, it's like it's it's crazy. Like I remember that that show. I was just like staring, like at my my buddy. I was like, "What the, is this real? Like, what the fuck this, is going on?" Yeah, like this food just talking shit to us, and then he goes on like play, and like the music wasn't like that great. Oh damn! And, Disappointing. And, I mean, yeah, but the fucking. That that Primus, I forget his. I always forget his fucking name. What's the guy's? The I don't know. Uh, I've seen him before. Like he looks like just like a smelly hippie kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got that like wood. Ba- I I've seen him a lot of times. He plays in uh in Primus. He great bass. I can't very, fucking think of his name. <laughs> yeah, but um, Jimmy was a race car driver. I don't remember his damn name. Yeah. What's the hear- What's the last uh show you've been to? Uh, I went to go see, who was it? Uh, I went to see Hosier in November. You know who Hosier is? Mm-hmm. Take me to church. Oh, where's your black dog? Mm-hmm. No? no? Really, though? No. Damn. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I went to go see Hosier, and uh, I went to go see John Mayer before that. How's uh, John Mayer, dude? Oh, my God. Phenomenal. Dude. I, I love. John I have Mayer. a man crush on that guy, dude. I love John Mayer. Dude, he's fucking good. <laughs> I I remember when uh, I used to work at um at a music shop. I mm. won't say where, because uh, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> yeah. So I remember when the the DVD came out with him on live. Oh, the LA he, live, the Los Angeles one. No, no, no. Well, maybe it was, but it was with the quartet. Oh no, I, that was I don't think that was it. It was a while ago. Oh okay. Yeah, it was a w- long ass time ago. I remember I was like, oh well, fuck it, I'm, I'm gonna use my discount and buy it because it comes out super cheap. Yeah. And I bought it, took him home, and I was just like, holy shit, <laughs> dude! Like that guy's fucking magic, dude. The thing is that people remember him for like your body is Wonderland. I don't. But his fucking blues is amazing. It's fucking great. It's phenomenal. Like he. 
like in modern days i would he would be the only guitarist that i would ever consider watching to do like stevie ray vaughn covers or Jimi hendrix covers or yeah. gary moore covers any great guitar player ever's covers because he just he has it yeah he knows his blues he's he like lives it he is the blues in modern days yeah you know there's a lot of great guitar players out there but he's got that spark that those other guitars had at the time yeah and oh my god i i love to see him play his blues you know unfortunately at the concert there's a lot of drunk white girls <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately what are you talking about <laughs> well you know they're all white and they're kind of annoying <laughs> oh my god i love that song it's like, and then when he's like shredding through guitar they're just kind of like bored yeah <laughs> they're like what the hell no and that guy's that guy's is a fucking talented musician yeah, him and justin timberlake are my man crushes dude i don't care dude, Justin timberlake hell yeah dude the guy's oh, super dude, that talented. first album oh, oh yes dude <sighs> i remember I remember my buddy bought the album for his mom for Christmas, and I was making fun of him. <laughs> and now I'm like all about the fucking. Yeah, you're like at the morning we show, like if I wrote you a symphony, <laughs> dude. That, that album. I haven't heard his latest album, but like he's still I, working on it. No, I follow him on on Instagram, and I, I see him like he's posting like video shoot pictures and uh him in the studio kind of deal i don't know if it's released yet but i remember he re- well i saw um an album well, it might it's be like released, orangey sure. color and he's oh like, maybe he did release it yeah i don't know he might just be posting like you know the process pictures yeah, the, and stuff the behind the pictures behind, behind the, the music <laughs> behind the lube <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that guy's super talented uh but yeah my my last show was uh i want to go see um well, it was a festival. It was a uh, uh, Tropicalia. Oh yeah, dude. dude! I wanted to go to that. It was good, dude. It had like everybody, the, the who's who of like Latino, Mexican rock, Spanish rock, like everybody you could imagine was there. Yeah, dude, it was so good. Uh, the one that sticks out was Sonora Dinamita, dude. It was just. Like back to back to back to back to hits, like it was Damn. just like nonstop. Just like I think they stopped like three times, yeah. And that was just to address the crowd and was like, "Oh, we love you guys," and you know, yo, God fucked up, y'all are just sheep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was oh my so God, good, dude. I fucking wish like I it was good. And then um, prayers played, and uh, that's when. Uh, Dave Parley proposed to his girlfriend. On, oh, he on did. Stage. That's when he did. Oh, yeah. dang. Okay. I was right up front. And uh, shout out to Dave and Rafa. They're fucking dope ass people. Prayer is a cholo goth group from San Diego that yeah. has recently fucking gotten huge. Great music. Great the, guys, too. Yeah. SD Kill Wave. Esto, yo puta. <laughs> yeah. My, my, uh, what I told you, is, and I talked about this. I think on the podcast, my buddy knows them personally. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, your buddy, but, uh, he does similar music, I believe, right? Yeah, he yeah. just uh, released. Uh, I think we talked about it in his last podcast. He just released. We may have, yeah. Off the off the air, oh, yeah, off the record, off the off the air afterwards yeah. in yeah. the after party. Yeah, in the after party, <laughs> he just released uh, his um, single, and he's releasing another one this week. Oh no shit! Uh, so check out uh, "Protesta" on uh, all major. Everything streaming, possible. SoundCloud, SoundCloud, everything. iTunes, 
Spotify. So shout out to uh, the homie Juan and Protesta, aka Protesta, whatever. Protesta. Uh, but yeah, dude. So I remember uh, we were up front, and when that happened, we we're like, "What the fuck's going on?" You know? Because yeah. it was like weird. Like they were on stage, like, "Oh, we're gonna bring out this a uh, uh, friend of ours to do this next song," and then like the music is obviously stopped, you know? And then they give the microphone to uh, his girlfriend. Mm now fiance and like, oh like what the fuck like i didn't plan this you yeah. know it was weird because like she didn't know we didn't know we we're just like what the fuck yeah. what's going on yeah and then next thing you know dave gets on his knees and starts you know asking for her hand in marriage and Damn. It, was, it was very beautiful in a very uh gothic way <laughs> the most gothic of proposals he gave her a black diamond <laughs> it was a uh, coal no <laughs> it was a lump of coal it's like wait a million years it'll turn to a diamond <laughs> <laughs> that's how long my love will last for you eh? that's kind of romantic that's deep. that's deep that is deep damn i'm gonna who? use that i'm gonna use that <laughs> like hey when by the time this turns to a diamond you'll know that i'm ready to marry you <laughs> <laughs> oh okay hey, they, hey, when they get pissed they get super strange she'll be like Compressed in the shoe, like You're yeah, <laughs> right now. Aquí, <laughs> puta. Yeah, but that that festival was dope. Um, so it was. Uh, my sister stayed the second day, and she saw. Uh, I think it was Viernes Trece. Oh, uh, they were dope, or was it Viernes? But I remember I was telling her uh, she should stay to check them out, and she yeah. was like, "All right, when to stay?" We ended up taking off early. But it was it was a pretty good show, man. It was a festival, cause it was two days. You know? Damn, you missed out, dude. Yeah, I know. I, I really wanted to go, and then last uh, by the time it came around, I was like, oh, fuck, do I really want to go? You know, the the one of the groups that I really wanted to see there was uh, Angeles Azules. I'm like a huge yeah, fan. Dude. I love their music. Obviously, one of the Dinamita as well. So you saying that they were great kind of solidifies my love for them because <laughs> oh, it's like it fucking, fucking amazing dude. dude so yeah dude i love those old mexican cumbias kind of tropical music and shit it's fucking beautiful yeah i just inherited uh my parents's uh vinyl collection i think i told you about this no oh all right so for <laughs> actually i think i talked about it in my in my personal podcast oh i see so i I told you about that. Oh, you right? Give, yes, you have. Yeah. You want to give a shout out to your shout out to uh, fuck, I forgot. I can't <laughs> think. The Stalemate Show. The Stalemate Show. But uh, just to just to be you know up front, it's like more of a journalistic type of uh, podcast. So what I'm doing is basically I'm I'm just talking to myself about shit that's happening in life. So to go kind back like and a, listen to it. Yeah, a little bit of a journalistic yeah, type yeah, of like podcast. You, an entry exactly. in your life, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Captain's Log. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mode like self. <laughs> the the podcast, uh, you know, it's just like four episodes, so it's just starting. But anyways, going back to what I was saying, I inherited my my parents' uh, vinyl collection. Jokingly, I, I told my parents because they always ask us around Christmas time, like, "Oh, what do you guys want?" You know? mm. So I was jokingly, I was like, "Oh," because I always say nothing, you yeah. know. And they're like, no, but for real, like, what do you want? I was like, all right, fine. It's like, give me your vinyl collection. And like, hey, we have a a garage that's fucking a mess. So I was just like, yeah, they're not going to fucking dig it up, you know? Dude, 
on fucking Christmas Eve, because that's when Mexicans celebrate, there's this fucking heavy box. My sister distributes the gifts. He's like, I'm not fucking picking this up. And I was like, oh, my God. I got <laughs> yeah, their fucking yeah, collection. Yeah. We got it, brother. <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, I, I fucking start going through them. And, like, uh, there, there's, like, Freddy's, those babies. Oh, my God. There's all dude, kinds of shit in Freddy's. there. Dude, dude there's, uh, the, like, oh, I can't even begin to start to Everybody. It, dude, dude there's, there's even a fucking Isaac Hayes vinyl in there. <laughs> the The Shaft. Like yes. soundtrack, Isaac. I don't know where <laughs> or how, but my parents have a copy of Isaac Hayes. Like, el negro es bien bueno. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, like, yeah, man. It's I'm super proud of that. And like, nice. I started like taking tape out because a lot of them they're super old. Yeah, yeah. I started fixing the the sleeves and whatnot, and I even bought like inner sleeves to like help them protect oh, right. them and like yeah because the old ones fucking longer. fall apart basically yeah dude <laughs> but yeah i'm super in love with the vinyl right now and um yeah, yeah that's great yeah dude you, you get like bookies and there's there's a, a bookies uh my mom she is super in love with uh uh what's his guy's name i can't think of it. Uh, gabriel Gabriel Iglesias? No, no, no. Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> the other Gabriel. The Spanish singer oh, Gabriel. I can't think of his wait, name. Juan Gabriel? Juan Gabriel. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gabriel. Fuck. I Gilardo. love my Spanish. Juan Gabriel. I know. Damn, dude. That fool will make you cry. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, she, she loves this guy so much that she has, like, three copies of the same album. I don't know why, but she does. Hey, well, vinyl wears out eventually. So yeah. she was probably like, hey, <laughs> yeah. if I wear one um, out, <laughs> get another one. Preparing for the future. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's an investment, really. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a bunch of Juan Gabriel in there. And dude, uh, it's fucking amazing. Like, listening to this stuff and just, I've always hated Mexican music or like that type of music yeah. growing up. Growing up. No, yeah, me too. I was the same. Like, especially because my parents would, like, wake us up super fucking early. Con el fabuloso. Yeah, dude. And, like, raise the fucking volume. Like, todo lo que they da. did that shit on purpose to yes. wake you up. Just to wake up. and like, oh, all right. Uh, a limpiar, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, dude. So I hated, like, every, yeah. that music was associated with chores on, on yeah. fucking Saturdays yeah. of all days, you know? It's my day off, woman. Exactly. <laughs> And so, like, for a long time, I hated it, but I recognized it. And as I grew older, like, I was like, fuck, the message and the fucking words the on this shit is like, oh, my God. These are musicians. Yes. It's and they don't, they don't build them like they used to, man. Like, the music know, on there, the, the singers, they're fucking amazing, dude. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And, but, yeah, like, jokingly, I asked for that, and they, they delivered, and I'm super excited. And I have a fucking collection now, and... Um, nice. It's fucking growing and yeah, man, I fucking love music. So I can yeah, talk no, about that's, music that, all that day. Yeah, no, that's the perfect gift. I know. I know. Sometimes people ask me to like. Sometimes like, you know, what do you want? And I'm like, ah, what I want, like, you probably won't be able to find it. One because I like old shit. Like, I like shit that's like, you know, you only find it used. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna like. I can't tell you like, I want this from the store. I want that from the stores. Like. I like, like, old guitars, like, not even good guitars, just, yeah. like, old guitars. Like, you know, you give me an old guitar, I'll fix it up. You know, you give me an old, 
uh, you know, vinyl, you know, that's fucking beautiful. Like, I don't even care if it fucking sounds great or not, if it crackles or not. Like, I like looking at the album art, looking at the actual thing, you know, so it's... I never know what to ask for because I'm always just like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I, I like and a lot of it's very expensive. So I, I never tell them, Oh, I want this. I want that. Because no, yeah, it's, it's yeah. super expensive. And I was like, I'd rather buy it myself. Cause knowing you, you'll probably get something that's like, like it, it. Yeah. but it's not exactly what I want. Yeah. So I always tell them, I don't want anything. You know, I, ne- I never tell them I want this. I want that, <laughs> you know, but yeah, like, Safe gifts for me is definitely music, like instruments, like any, yeah. even like little maracas or little egg shakers. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Like for my, um, excuse me, for my birthday last year, um, my sister, my older sister and her kids, they, they bought me a, a, a guido. You know the oh shit, yeah, dude, I fucking love that shit, and like I I have it on in in my closet, and the only reason why I have it in my closet is because as soon as I grab it, I don't stop, and it's just like for days. I come home from work, and I'm just and like there's no music, it's just me. So I have to I have to keep it away from my hands, otherwise I would just keep playing it, and like I take it to band rehearsal, and like they fucking they love that instrument, yeah. I mean, it sounds fucking dope. Once you know, when when you have it, yeah, it's dude. fucking fun. It's super fun, man. But yeah, like safe gifts for me are musical instruments. Doesn't even have to be like super expensive shit. Um, and yeah, like albums or yeah. fucking vinyl or anything like that. I think we have that in common, at least that we don't fucking. I don't know. I, I don't know what to ask. Did we just become best friends? I, you know, <laughs> you want to go do karate in the garage? We're in the garage oh, right shit. now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that was music stuff, man. I fucking love music. And I mean, we were talking about this uh, the last time we were, I was sharing my music and, and oh, yeah. uh, the other Luis was uh, sharing some of his stuff. Yeah. And, we were talking about how we should like do something. I, I really want to do something. Just putting it out there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. On the record, I definitely want to do something with you guys. He's a great bass player. Yeah. Like ever since I first heard him play, like I know he's he bailed out on us and everything. I hate him right now, but <laughs> 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 no, nah, but he's a great bass player. Like not to you know not to try to like try to work you know build him up or anything. Yeah, but yeah. he's he's a good great great bass player. Like every the first time I met him. I just like fell in love with how he played, and I was just like, "Man, this guy's—he's got it. Whatever it is, he's got, he's got it." And yeah. I just like always, I but I never felt like I was good enough to play with him. Yeah. I, was, I was like, "Dude, just play whatever you want to play. What do you want me to play? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll—I'll I'll play whatever you want me because I don't want to fucking bastardize your music through my, yeah. you know, shitty playing." <laughs> so, but he's a good bass player, man, and yeah, and and also the songs you were showing us—they're fucking good. Like Thanks, they had, man. they had. Like I like when you guys were talking about it and you were playing them, I was like, I can see this being a fucking something, yeah, something good. Thanks, you man. know. But we, you know, as you were saying, I think we should definitely find like some time, maybe skip out on one of these podcasts and just be like, let's just get a studio for like three hours and yeah, jam out, see what you know, see what comes out. Yeah, I mean, I'm super down. That'd be great. And I love music, and that's something that I definitely want to do. Like for a living, if I could, oh, yeah. and get paid for it, and not turn into fucking Tom Morello. 
Yeah, exactly. Don't <laughs> don't sell your lessons for. <laughs> you know, like this is how you uh, you uh, you mix it the the. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you got a, more of a shoulder than an yeah. elbow. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, like you're flipping the page on the on the book. You know, yeah, you got to be gentle, <laughs> but at the same time aggressive, <laughs> stern but soft. It's just five hours of that. <laughs> yeah, same rhythm combo too. Just <laughs> and then you reverse it, and then you just play forward, <laughs> and then you add a pause in the middle of that. He's like, and then you, and then it just cuts off. Like for the next lesson, <laughs> please enter. <laughs> enter credit card number here. <laughs> yeah, man. But I'm, I'm super serious. Like I do want to do something with you guys. Like, no, nah, that'd be great. It sounds, it sounds like we're definitely in tune when it comes to like that type of music. Yeah, because like I, I love music. You love music, and so does he. As far as I can tell, oh, yeah. and like. A lot of one thing that that I think I've experienced is a lot of closed mindedness um, oh, when it comes to music. Like you know, like oh, let's fucking do this. Nah, like fuck that. And yeah. I, I, it, it it's a huge turnoff, and it's a huge downer for me because I'm like, fuck, I was really excited to do this, and now nobody wants to do it. Yeah, and so, definitely, I yeah. Know what that's like, <laughs> <laughs> so it sucks because it's like, fuck, I had this really great idea in my head. That was yeah. a fucking cumbia song or some shit yeah. like that. And everybody's like, what's a like, cumbia? Uh, we're fucking punk, bro. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> fuck, I guess I got to fucking, you know, give into your shit. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll fucking play whatever fucking power chords you want me to play. <laughs> yeah. Three, five, seven. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I'm, yeah. That'd be good. I think our first project should be, uh, obviously, for season two, I want to have an intro for this. Oh, Yes. So that would be our first project. You know, I think we just bring in, there's no limitations, obviously. It's like bring in percussion instruments, bring in guitars, bring in amps that don't sound that great. You know, let's just see what the fuck we can, some sort of an organic jam that we can condense into like a 30 second intro. We're going to conjure up the doubles of Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all just in robes at the end of it, levitating above them. <laughs> like, like, man, I, I don't know. I think that'd be great if we could just jam with the focus of that and then, you know, whatever develops after that, let's just yeah keep going. Yeah, I'm super into that. Hell yeah, super dude. Super down. Fucking down, dude. I got fucking nothing. I got guitars. I got amps. I got fucking everything. You know, this is... I built my life around being a guitar player, and then all of a sudden you're out of a band and have to work. So then you're just like, "What do I do with all this shit?" Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't want to get rid of it. I love the, my guitars, you know. So that's yeah. nothing I'm ever gonna get rid of. Once I once I finish out cleaning my studio, mm. I don't know what 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 letter we're on. What would that? Because we're this. Let's see. This is Studio B. B. I don't know where Studio A is. Haven't found it yet. <laughs> can I? Can I be the first? Studio with the letter, I mean a, a number. All right, all right. Can I be uh, Studio Zero? All right, all right. Cool. That's cool. So it is christened. So it is. Said. Not yet. Not yet. Not oh, yet. Oh, not yet. Wait. <laughs> we got a christen. I'm gonna fucking bring a bottle on the wall, <laughs> <laughs> like a ship. <laughs> yeah, it's another two weeks to clean this shit up. <laughs> no, but I, you'll see all my shit. I think you were in my uh, in my room. Yeah, yeah. I think we briefly looked in there i don't think i was actually in in mm, there okay mostly drinking a uh, cotton candy vodka oh drinks. yeah those fucking crazy ass shots <sighs> yeah that's... that was a night eh hey. 
Do you remember that? Cause I kind of, <laughs> I remember the, I remember cooking hot dogs on the stove. Yeah, <laughs> and that was, and then after that, it was kind of like a mash of faces and sounds and heat, a lot of heat. <laughs> I I remember I. I remember we we're talking about Jaeger and your eyes fucking lit up. Like, you're like, <laughs> Dude, I love Jaeger. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. If I could be sponsored by any liquor, Jaeger. Jaeger. Jaeger is good, dude. I fucking love that licorice flavor. Oh, me too. Everybody's like, I don't like it. it tastes like medicine. It tastes like fucking all this. I'm like, Shh. I'll down a whole fucking fifth by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking love that. That's good though. But yeah, you seen. My studio space, yeah. so like I have a bunch of fucking used up gear and shit that it's just sitting there collecting dust, and that that inspired me to do a lot of the music that I showed you guys. And oh yeah, yeah. and like I I for the longest time I was very like um, what's the word? Uh, Self conscious about my music. Oh, okay, you know because I I couldn't I couldn't like. I would listen to it and I was like, I don't think this is good enough or, you know, cause I would bring right. these ideas in my head to other people. And I was like, ah, oh, like, we don't want to do this yeah. shit. So then I was like, well, fuck it. I'll do it myself. Right. And so, you know, hours and days would go by working this stuff and listening to it over time. And just kind of like, it fades in and it's like, I don't like it. Like, or I, I, there's a lot of ideas that I have yeah. that are never been completed. And it's just like I'm all constantly working on something. And for the last like year, I think I haven't been touching my my music stuff and like making my own personal stuff. So right. like I think I'm finally getting into that that rhythm where I want to fucking start making my own music. Yeah, or, yeah. Or bringing in other musicians or like yeah, finally definitely. like let's fucking do something because like. I, when I broke my foot, like, I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, a lot of musicians. <laughs> I got time. I yeah, got I got time. <laughs> but, dude, it was a bitch because all my shit was in the back room. So, <laughs> I had to fucking go grab all that stuff, bring it into my 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 room, yeah. and hook everything up. And by the time I was done, I was like, the fucking feeling's gone. Yeah, you're like, I want to take a nap real yeah, quick. Yeah, <laughs> so a lot of the time, I was just like, fuck, dude. I just wasted the whole day fucking trying to yeah. prepare this shit. You're like, tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. I shall continue. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, dude, like, yeah, music's, uh, that's, that's, that's my go-to, man. That's, that's my bitch. Yeah, man, you, you, you know, I think out of all of this, we kind of just kind of, all of us, I think, have gotten re-inspired to do, you know, more things. Yeah. You know, so I, I feel like right now is a great time to get everybody on the height of excitement and kind of keep that momentum going by like, you know, creating new music, you know, obviously you have different ideas and what I've heard Lewis do, what I've done, what any of my other friends have done. So it's like, that's adding a different element. That's now like more exciting. Yeah. Now it's like, Oh shit. You know? And I, at the same time, I, I feel like you're going to hear things that are inputted from, from him, from me that are just going to be like, Oh shit. I haven't heard anybody kind of take it in that direction. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So hopefully we can do that for each other and everything kind of like yeah. starts flowing really nice. Definitely. But I think it will. I don't. I don't see why I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Is there a fucking cat in here? Oh no! I think my my mom pours out the her water from oh. the, the mopping. Oh, okay. <laughs> she pours out the balcony. <laughs> is, is there a fucking what? Is, is that a snake? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, we've we've been. Uh, I've been like lagging it 
last year was was horrible for me, and so I've been lagging it. I think this year is definitely a, a, the year that I should definitely start putting focus on that, um, you know, that momentum and keeping that definitely. going. I mean, especially because like the thing is like I have all this equipment, yeah, you know, and it's just sitting there, and it's just like fuck. Either I sell it or do something with it. Yeah. But when it comes to be like, well, fuck it, I'm just going to sell it and not do anything with it. I, I can't push myself to sell it. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, like well, no, I don't want to sell it anymore. I'm going to need it, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. But, yeah. Nah, it's like selling your gear. Like, every time I think about it, too, I'm like, ah, oh, man. But it's like, where am I going to find another one again for a decent price? That's At least I know I've taken care of this one. At least I know this is good. Um, you know, I could always find another one, but... Who knows what condition it's going to be in. Who knows if it's out yeah. sound. You know, and there's... I don't know if you're one of those people, but I am, that believe that, you know, each... Like, no matter how identical or robotic a thing might be, like, there's still little things that that one has that others oh, will not have. Definitely. So, you know, whatever it is, the wiring, the, the, the little bit of extra solder that was pumped into the... You know, whatever it was. It's unique. Yeah, it's, it's unique. It has its own personal feel, touch, you know, so... Yeah, that's why I can't get rid of my shit either. <laughs> yeah, the the one time that I, I that I got rid of something, I regret it and it still is burned into my memory because I fucking hated myself for it, but it was necessary. I had lost my job and um so I didn't have money whatsoever yeah. and um I didn't have a job. I was it was hard. I mean, it still is fucking hard. It's fucking <laughs> hell relevant. yeah. It's and, California, baby. Yeah. <laughs> So I sold, uh, I got a uh, Les Paul, um, not like the, the, the super custom ones, but uh-huh. it was like the, you know, the, the regular, not Les Paul. the juniors or anything. Right, it was right. a regular, like $2,000 one. A normal Les Paul. Normal Les Paul. Even then it's still a Les Paul. <laughs> yeah. So I got it for 500 bucks. Oh shit. And so I was super stoked and. So I had it for like about a good year and towards the last like three months of it, I didn't have a job. So I was like, fuck, dude, I don't want to sell it. Yeah, yeah. But I have to, you know, like, so I went to the pawn shop, sold to the pawn shop, dude. They gave me, I think, $700 for it, which was a win for me because I got it It for 500. Yeah, it was still, you still made profit. Obviously, you know, if it's less Paul, those still carry a lot of value. Yeah. I'm sure they posted it up for like 1500 bucks. Oh, of course it did. But. But yeah. yeah, it it hurts because it was like the the it was it was crazy. It like called to me because it was it was all black and like it was everything was crisp. It it mm-hmm. it, it it was one of the ones that um I think it was like a two thousand five version of it. Two thousand five, I believe that's still when they made them good. I know, I don't know. So, I, don't so I forgot when, but they started chambering the bodies oh, to, yeah, to yeah, relieve yeah. the weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, the, no, this know. motherfucker was heavy. Dude. Yeah, yeah. At some point, I think it was the late, early 2000s, like 2008, nine or something like that. Yeah. They started chambering the bodies to make them lighter. Yeah. And, uh, but made them less uh, tone oriented. But yeah, so you probably had one of the last of the good yeah, ones. <laughs> so, like, looking back at it, I'm just like, fuck, dude, I fucking fucked up. And, I can't afford a less a real Les Paul. Oh, you know, I've been trying for a long time. Dude, seriously, <laughs> dude. 
Like I, I have copies and I love copies because they're cheap and they're inexpensive. Yeah. And they sound good. For the most part, yeah, you can get pretty close to it, especially if you change out like certain things like electronics and pickups and the tuners or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But you know, a Les Paul is still Les Paul. Yeah. Gibson Les Paul is you can't you know, you can't emulate that as easy as, as you might think. But Yeah, my my main guitar right now is uh Epiphone ES three three nine. Which is like a smaller body of the three three five, and uh, it's Epiphone. It's not really a Gibson or anything like that. All right, cool. and it's a hollow body. Three three five. Just to explain, us like what you're looking at is basically like uh, it's got the double like Mickey Mouse ears. Yes. So and it's kind of hollow. Yes, exactly. So it's basically a okay. So for the hollow bodies are a little bit larger than a Les Paul. So obviously you know who BB King is, right? Hell yeah, so Lucy, Lucille. Lucille. Yeah, his guitar is I, I believe is a three three five. Three three five. I oh, always okay. mix. I always mix up the numbers. It's three three nine or three three five. Regardless, it's one of those model numbers. Yeah, yeah. So his is a, the larger body, hollow body three three five. For example, let's just go with that number, right? right? And the new version uh, that Gibson developed was. Uh, a Les Paul esque like size version oh, of the same guitar, yeah, yeah, because it's larger, so they shrunk it a little bit and um, made it like you know, kind of the same width and size of like the Les Paul. Okay. and I was just like, I fucking gotta give me one of those. Nice. Like I played the the because I have a, a Gibson version and then I have the Epiphone version. Mm. So I played the Gibson. I fell in love with it. And then I was like, well, I can't afford a Gibson. So I got a uh, less, um, sorry, I got a Epiphone. And I was like the closest thing ever. And it's like, you can't compare it. But it's good enough. Yeah, it'll always be. I I don't know. I've I've always seen, you know, when people compare like, you know, imitations or like Epiphones and like squires and fenders and you you know usually you you get you're pretty close yeah there's, you, there's no huge difference that can justify five six eight hundred thousand dollar increase in price really i think the most of the, the times it's uh, like little bits of like maybe the the fender wires are a little bit more sanded down or the the pickups are like alnico as opposed to ceramics and the tuners might be the grover tuners as opposed to the the cast ones the, yeah. the cheaper ones you know, just little differences like that, you know, and obviously you can just upgrade all of that later on as, you know, as you see fit or whatever. And, but I don't have uh, an issue with any of those guitars, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind having a Epiphone, uh, like a Les Paul or a, um, I, I've, I, you know who Gary Clark Jr. is? Yes. Gary Clark Jr. P- plays exclusive. I think he's sponsored by Epiphone. Oh, okay. So he plays only Epiphone guitars, and he's got a really nice, like, casino-style looking. It's kind of like the same style you are talking, mm. but the casino is slimmer, yeah. and it's more, like, compact, and it's got, like, a trapeze uh, the bridge. The trapeze, yeah. Yeah. So that's what he plays, and I was like, I've been wanting to get one of those, and those are, like, five 600 bucks. But it's just, like, a, I've played them. Oh, my, the neck is fucking smooth. It's, yeah. You know, there's it's an F phone. The Gibson version is like in the two thousands. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but you know, you you got a world class guitar player like Gary Clark Jr. playing F phones. Yeah, it's like you know, you know, it the the company itself. You know, they produce good products. So, and all he said is like the only thing I did to this guitar is I replaced the uh, 
they call them like dog ear pickups because they got the like a flap on the side or something like that hmm. so it's like the pickup and then it's got like a flap on the side and they call it dog ears so he said i just re- the these aren't the ffone uh, pickups these are gibson pickups hmm. so he's like i just replaced the pickups and the wiring he's like and it's basically an ffone other than that and i was like <laughs> if gary clark jr can do it <laughs> yeah why, <laughs> why the fuck you know why yeah. am i gonna spend you know all this money on this shit you know but Obviously, he's a signed artist that can have access to Gibsons. Definitely, and he's got you know he prefers his F phones. Yeah, like uh, the the I think we we're talking about this off. off we keep, I keep bringing this after up. party, man. After party. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about this at the after party the the last time we were talking. Uh, the basis for Karambing, I think that's the name of the band. Mm. She plays. In- oh yeah, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was waiting for you. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the bass is uh, she's female um and she p- plays a sx uh bass mm-hmm. is a uh, jazz bass uh copy and dude that thing sounds amazing like mm. have you ever heard of the man i've heard of the band i don't think i've ever heard a song oh my god so all right so you got to check out what did i say to check out earlier you said to check out that one um the lion Okay, one day as a lion. One day as a lion. Dude, all right, so we're gonna have to write all this down. <laughs> no, okay, all right, no, we're recording a podcast, so we can listen back to it. I mean, I, I oh, that's I, true. I, I am gonna listen back to so, it. So, so um, to kind of backtrack, uh, the original idea was we we're gonna have a segment mm-hmm. where we recommended music to listen to. Oh, that's Remember true. That? Yeah, yeah, yes, that's exactly. Yep, I ran this by you, and uh, we both thought it was a great idea. Yes, and I still think it's a great idea. I'm glad you brought that up. So my recommendation for today's <laughs> podcast is listen to One Day as a Lion and Karumbing. Karumbing. Yeah. Nice. Any. Uh, well, I know you said One Day as a Lion is just basically an EP. It's just an EP. One-time EP. Yeah. And Crumbing, it would be... It's, uh, I think, their second album. Okay, so they're still fresh. It's like one, yeah. two albums. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can just basically start off with both of them. Yeah. Okay. And, and I think the first album is, or, or the second album is kind of like a remix of their original stuff. Oh, okay. So they're kind of like rehashish. Yeah. Like it, it's it. They're they're both pretty dope. Nice. Um. But yeah, Karumbing, I think it's is pronounced. Karumbing. Yeah. So what it's K U. No K H U. Bing. Kumbing. No, it's Karumbing. I believe. I I don't know how to spell it. So I'm not even gonna attempt it. But, okay. Oh uh, well, I'm sure it'll pop up if you just look just up. ask Siri. Siri, hold, <laughs> hold on, let's try it. Hey Siri, play Karungbing. No, I just said play Bing. <laughs> what? No, I don't want to listen to a podcast on a podcast. It's inception, bro. It's just like everything, just the world, a black hole opens up. And <laughs> it's like, this doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, I'm curious to see how it's uh, spelled. Karumbing. That's cool. So it's K-H-U-R-A-N-G-B-I-N. Karumbing. Karumbing. Yeah. They have, uh, I believe. Nice. No, they have more. They have three albums. The I I bought this vinyl. Uh, I bought this album on vinyl. The Con Todo el Mundo. Oh, nice. Uh, it's fucking amazing. But 
I'm gonna have to fucking check that shit out. Uh, yeah, Bambi. and then one day as a lion, then we have an EP. Zach De La Roca. Yeah. De La Rocha. So you have any recommend make recommendations for me? Uh, me? Uh, dude, or am I, I putting know, you on dude. the spot? A little bit. I mean, right, but right. I don't know, dude. I mean, the, the the last bit of music that I've really gotten into is just like fuck, dude. It's not even new music. It's like old music. Uh, I I I think I don't know if I mentioned before. Uh like the old Fleetwood Mac with Peter Green kind of oh, style. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about that. Um, like that stuff is like captivated me. Not only the story of how everything kind of turned out for him, but just like the overall music and how his vocals and his lyrics, like I just love it. And uh, other than that, Tool, man. I love Tool. I haven't heard their new album. Is it any good? The new album, I bought it. I haven't listened to it yet because I wanted to get a CD player and I wanted to just like experience it. Okay. For the yeah, first yeah. time, like I don't know that uh, it's something weird about me, but I don't want to just like you know hear it on my phone or hear it, like I want to be like I want to experience it because it's the only time that I'm going to experience it for the first time. Yeah. So I, I really wanted to experience it. I bought the deluxe version at Fye. It was like Damn. fifty something dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Sabes. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I love fucking Fleetwood Mac. So and, all right. Uh, Tool. So I I'll check out the new album. Um, and Fleetwood Mac, I only know rumors, and that's not Fleetwood Mac, apparently. That that well, that is Fleetwood. Mac. That's the more known. <laughs> that's the more known Fleetwood Mac with uh, Stevie Nicks and Stevie uh, Nicks. Uh, what's his name? Uh, he's got a girl's name. Buckingham, Leslie Buckingham. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So the, they were the more famous. They were the more famous of the uh, lineups, but there was a whole generation before that. Yeah. I mean, um, when we were, we had our gathering. Oh, that's right. The, our we were talking gathering. about that, and I I didn't even know that there was anything be before that. Before that, yeah. So I'll definitely give that a listen to. Yeah, the original name of the group was called Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. Mm. It was like he was the band leader, and it was like the Fleetwood Mac was a band. So it was like Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. Like so, back then, I think people used to do that shit. So, what uh, album do you recommend? Uh, they've got like a, a couple of random albums that came out around that time. I think they only really had like one album and then a bunch of random recordings. Mm, okay. They weren't really like, a, I guess, an album kind of a band. They're just like singles. Yeah, or yeah those are like singles. And whenever we got together. <laughs> yeah, like there's like a live recording at uh, in Chicago. They're like, we're just going to do a recording here. We're going to do some stuff here. So, there's like... Uh, Fleetwood Mac uh, in Chicago, Fleetwood Mac in this studio, Fleetwood Mac here. And there's a lot of repeating songs in each of them. Yeah. And then, you know, so you just got to, it's just pieced together. There's Afterwards, they released a couple of albums, like, compiling those songs. So you can still find those out. I don't know the names of them. But uh, songs to check out is uh, Man of the World and I would say um, Oh Well are probably the two biggest songs from that. And if you really want to get crazy, the green Manalishi with a two-prong crown. All right, all right. Good songs, trippy story, Fleetwood Mac. Talking about the green man, uh, uh, it just reminded me, you were talking about Sabrina the Teenage Witch or oh, the dude, new series yeah, on Netflix? The new series, I think it's called The Chilling, Some the chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So but have it's you, basically Sabrina the Teenage yeah. Witch. Have you seen the whole thing? Not the whole thing. Oh, okay. I, I'm still in 
in the betweens. Okay. All right. Well, whenever you're done with it, we'll talk about it. God damn. It's it's good. Um, but there's some 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 quarrels I have with it. Okay. But it's definitely like oh shit, it's definitely down my alley, especially oh, like dang. the shit that we talk about. You know. Now I'm curious as fuck. The only thing that some I gotta be in the mood for it. Because the episodes are pretty long. Oh yeah, they're they're, like they're not like long. short out. They're not short like normal mm. episodes. They're like pretty long. So by by the time you're like, how much time is left on this? And you're yeah. already like falling asleep. Yeah. But yeah, no, I love them. You know, they're surprisingly well educated in some of the actual darker elements of the occult. Yeah. And um, I don't know how the hell uh, Netflix uh, <laughs> proved Dude, this. Seriously, <laughs> I like, like I was watching it. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, uh, so. Me and my girlfriend have this tradition of watching it, like, right before we go to sleep, we watch something. So, we watch that, and we binge watch it. Uh, uh, Well, not really binge watch it. We would just watch an episode or two before we go to bed. And, uh, I mean, obviously, there's satanic and devil and demons and whatnot. So, like, that being said, my girlfriend's like, am I going to have nightmares? (laughs) But (laughs) Maybe that's why I had my nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like so we we watched that um, um, right before we go knock out, and now that we're done with it, we're like, fuck, what else we're gonna watch right now? And so right now I'm watching Legion. The, <gasps> the fuck, yeah, dude, dude, I've been wanting to watch oh. that fucking movie. It, it, it's a it's a series. It's a series. Yeah, I thought it was a fucking movie. No, it's a series. Oh. Dude. So okay, cool. I've been watching that, and I have to say, it's really, really, dude. It goes really well with watching Sabrina and then jumping into to Legion. Just letting you know. So, so Legion, what I understand, this is like a, an angel, right? Like a. No, I think you're mixing it up. So Legion is the. There is a movie called Legion. Oh, okay, never mind. So then I think I'm confused. Yeah, so there is a movie called Legion where the angel comes back and to Earth and hacks his wings off or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The hell. yeah. So that's that movie. But Legion, there's a show on uh, Hulu. I think it was on FX for a while. Mm-hmm. That's where it started. And it's a Marvel series. Um, so basically, uh, do you know about Marvel stuff? I know some stuff. I'm not like incredibly versed on it, but I... I, I okay, could, so you I know like follow. the gist of it. I, yeah. Do you know who uh, Charles Xavier is? Yes. Okay, so Charles Xavier had a, a kid, a son. Mm-hmm. And the son is basically legion oh, okay and so it's like the story of how he is and what became of him and whatnot and oh, his no powers shit. and whatnot interesting he's one of the most powerful mutants in the like the universe in the marvel universe right and so like it's crazy but like obviously he's not demonic or anything like that but like oh. the theme of the the show and the theme of Buffy, like, it, or not Buffy. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, Buffy's getting <laughs> no, in on it. <laughs> I know. The theme of Sabrina and uh, of, Legion. like, Legion, it kind of, it, 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 it was a good show to jump off next to. It. That's what Interesting. That's very interesting. You wouldn't think. Yeah. I mean. That, like, a Marvel would go along with, like. Some demonic. Some, like, uh, like, coven witches and the satanic. Yeah. Uh, how Temple. far are you along with? with I'm, the... Where am I at? I'm where um um I know that they imprisoned Ambrose for a while. 
okay. her aunt was about to marry the oh the yeah. the head uh, the 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 what's his name the the the, the, high, the priest the black priest or the, the dark priest yeah, or something the, like that the high priestess and then, yeah, yeah and then the they, they had like the anti-pope come around yeah. and all that shit and i was like holy shit but his name was enoch which was interesting but yeah anyways that's like whole so you're, something better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're in the thick of it it's it's it gets a little bit better because i know there's a lot of like drama and dialogue yeah, in that yeah. section mm. but it, it, like i i love that i love the show dude like it was a good recommendation it was a, it was a very good show I'm, i was very surprised I, I used to love the actual the i don't know if you remember sabrina teenage which On the, the with uh the actual people like yeah, yeah not the cartoon but the like the sitcom kind of deal what was her name uh not sarah michelle geller what was it then i don't know her name no was... i can't even think about it right now melissa hart or owen hart or something like that well, anyways i know what you're talking about yeah on, yeah uh, channel seven right i think it was no. i used to watch it after school tgif then... yeah. fridays and shit yup yep. yeah, yeah i loved that show and then i heard that you know sabrina they had a show called sabrina and then it just ties in with all my satanic uh love affairs and <laughs> i was like this is just the perfect fit yeah dude. <laughs> it, it definitely i was just like fuck and they're like, I mean, obviously, I'm not too versed in like all this, that universe or the the knowledge of the satanic Bible, and like all the that occult stuff. crap. And yeah, it. I'm not yeah. too versed on that, but like, I know some stuff. Mm. So when the show made some reference, I was like, "Hey, I know fuck, I know yeah, that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so You're like, there's something to that. They, yeah. they know what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So I had to pause it and tell my my girlfriend what my thought is. So I love my girlfriend because she doesn't get bothered by it. She, <laughs> yeah. in fact, loves that I pause shit and tell her, like, oh, that's what that means. And right, she, right, yeah. She, so, like, I was super ecstatic when they were, like, referencing certain things. I'm just like, mm. pause. All right, tell me what you got to say. And I'm like, <laughs> so what happened was. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that show's full of that shit. Because yeah. it's like they almost throw that shit in there, like, nonchalant. Yeah. And then they, like expect you to either just kind of like later like oh it's just part of their own little language or whatever yeah. the fuck and but it's like there's there's like stuff behind what they're saying which yeah. is what i love about it but yeah it's, fucking it's crazy dude but yeah they 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 mention uh the grimoire Oh, yeah. Like very loosely, mm-hmm. like, like oh, almost yeah. like a, oh yeah, the, the 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 great grimoire, or whatever, and then they kind of <laughs> give like a brief like it was lost, you know, with the great grimoire, but it's been found, or you know, yeah. some shit like that, and then you're just like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what every fucking occult person is looking for the yeah. fucking the great grimoire to the fucking eyes lit up and i was like yeah. oh my grandma's like what the fuck's wrong with you yeah the great lost grimoire yeah. is, is is the key to supposed uh the gaining the keys to the occult yeah and they mention a lot about they mention the sumerians it's like old sumerian spells and they mention a bunch of demons like actual demons like when they do the rituals they're like you know, I'd like to call the spirits of so and so and so and so, and they're like, I'm like, wait a minute, these are actual demons that they're mentioning. Yeah, you pull That's, out your book, and it's like, oh, oh like, shit, oh, checks <laughs> out. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, but uh, you know, these are like things that, like, obviously, in the things to like never say these names out loud. You yeah, know, if you want to believe that stuff, you know, never say these names out loud because you'll, uh, you know, just saying their names will kind of evoke them or bring you to their attention. Yeah, but. You know, yeah, there's a lot of shit in there that's just, like, somebody's got to know what the fuck they're talking about. The writers have to have someone either oh, advising they, them yeah. or they know what the fuck they're doing. E- either way, dude, it's it's really intelligent the way that they do it. 
and it's in a way where yeah they're the the visuals are a little bit scary at times yeah. or like it, crazy it, they're dark yeah they're dark and excuse me but they make it in a way where it's not like if you really pay attention it's not that scary yeah no for, for sure it's just i think initially isn't there like a warning or something like that? It's just like children or something may be scared or, or there's frightening imagery or something like that. I think yeah. they give like a warning. Yeah. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of dark images and you know, there's a lot of either killings and then resurrections and suicide stuff and all kinds of stuff that obviously people could be triggered by. But you know, like you said, once you kind of look into it you, or you like watch it through, it's like, you're like, it's not that scary. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's just, they're just kind of trying to portray a story fiction. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. It's it's a it's a good series and like uh towards towards the end I was just like, fuck, I, I don't want it to end, but at the same time I kinda wanna watch something else. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's got a spell on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people that like regardless if it's bad or, or good, like if I started something, I gotta fucking finish it. Yeah. Like for example, The Office. The last <laughs> fucking season sucked. I fucking hated that. I, I went hated that way. the last season. And so, like, I was forcing myself to watch it. The same thing with Scrubs. The last season of Scrubs. Oh, I was, that was like, oh my it God. Was Dude, it was sad. It wasn't fuck. even Scrubs, it, I don't feel like. No, it was it like wasn't. something else. It was like, it was like fucking college or some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? This isn't Scrubs. Yeah. But I love Scrubs, too. I'm glad that... that no, the office ended it there because, yeah. and especially the, the, the ending of uh, the office was so like, it gave everything to the fans. It right. was like a fan service. <laughs> yeah. It's what the, what people wanted to see. Yeah. It was just like, all right, dude, we're fucking this show up. You guys let's held just, in there. <laughs> yeah. Let's just fucking end it. Let's, you know, and I fucking love that. Because the last episode was amazing. It was. But I the, cried. Yeah. <laughs> but the season within itself fucking sucked. Yeah. But if you say, well, did the the last episode make up for the season? What would you say? I would say it kind of did. Okay. I, I would agree. say it did yeah. because, I don't know, it was just so beautiful. How it just kind of like came in. You were just like, oh. <gasps> There he is. Yeah. Michael Scott. <laughs> he was like, oh. I wish he was in there for a little longer. Yeah, me too. But it was, it was, it was good, dude. And I wish he would have said something. That was, I thought that was kind of interesting that he just kind of really didn't say much. Yeah. It was, it was just kind just of like a. Like a visitor. Yeah. Like a, almost like an acknowledgement of like. He, yeah, he did here. say that. as like, oh, those are my kids. It's like watching them grow up. Yeah. And, uh, that was beautiful, dude. Like, I love that show and. Like my sister, she cannot watch it because she gets irritated by Michael Scott. But that's 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 the fucking that's one. the point. That's the golden that's pony. That's the point. And oh my god, dude! They're like again. We would watch this the show right before bed. Like well, those those episodes are short, so we yeah, would watch yeah. like four of them <laughs> in a row. Yeah, yeah, and we just be cackling, laughing. <laughs> Even no matter how many times you've seen it, you'll yeah. still fucking yeah, laugh. It's fucking hilarious, dude. But yeah, so going back to uh, yeah shows, um, watching Legion and it's really good, dude. I'm gonna have to check that out because I loved out of all the you know my favorite comic book action hero, whatever the hell is Wolverine. I love oh. you know Wolverine's my favorite. 
I don't give a fuck, you know. I was like, shoot, that fucker took on the Hulk. <laughs> that fucker was like, he didn't give a fuck. I loved his attitude. I loved the way he was just kind of like, I don't give a fuck. And, you know, he loved the wrong girl, man. Yeah. And he loved the Phoenix. <laughs> dude, it's crazy how, like, like growing up, I mean, as a kid, you're looking at it just for the pictures, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least I was. I could speak for myself. But growing up like actually reading the comics and reading yeah. the stories it's fucking crazy like yeah, how yeah. like deep it is but yeah like you're right like i mean one of one of my favorite characters has to be the hulk it has ah, to be the hulk we have a fighting episode yeah well that's where yeah that's where <laughs> um i i can't remember um if it's the first time that they introduce uh, the Wolverine was through the Hulk's um, comic. Oh, I see. Like uh, the Hulk, Hulk versus. No, no, no! It was the first time they introduced. Uh, oh, Wolverine oh! I see what you're saying. Okay, in yeah, the yeah. comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the comic books, uh, they introduced the Hulk, uh, Wolverine in the Hulk comic book. Ah, got you. And I believe the Hulk was introduced in the, I want to say Fantastic Four, but don't quote me. But yeah, it's he, crazy. I when, mean, when he was randomly gray for like one the first release or something so like that. Do you know why he was randomly gray? No, because they couldn't figure out what color to to uh, paint him and just said, <laughs> "Fuck it, just yeah, just paint him gray." Let's make him gray. And like yeah, like it was, dude. I think Marvel has a soft spot in my heart. I fucking love. It. I grew up with that shit. Yeah, especially no, the too. animated series, dude. Oh hell yeah, dude! I. My shit was always uh, who was I was on on TV. They had Spider Man for sure. Mm-hmm. They had um, uh, what else did they freaking have? They have the Hulk. There was a, a, there was a cartoon yeah. of the Hulk. You know when he's busting up the tank and he's yeah. like he's like running to like dramatic music and shit out in the desert or something. But yeah, that was great. I love the Hulk series. And uh, uh, what else did they have? Uh, obviously, X Men was a series. Yeah. And um, I think everything else was a series, too, because they all ended up tying together in the end. I think they had, like, Captain America. They had Iron Man was also a series. And I think they ended up trying to, like, tie everything together, kind of like there would be random yeah. crossovers here and there. And Well, that, I think they were trying to – I think this new Disney and Marvel thing that they have going on is trying to accomplish what they did with the animated series. I see, yeah. Um, because I I – Dude, the animated series has nothing on what's happening right now. Especially because the nostalgia effect of it. Yeah. And, like, obviously, if we go back and watch, it's not going to be as good as it was when right. we were growing up. You're impressed as a kid, but now you're like, yeah. I want more. But I think that's what they're trying to do. Like, uh, like fulfill that. Fulfill <laughs> yeah. that nostalgia. And yeah. So, I mean, I think they're doing a good job. There's things that I don't like about it. Like, for for example, like Chris Evans for Captain America. I didn't like that. And I never will. Chris not Evans. my captain. Hashtag not my captain. Hashtag fuck that guy. <laughs> but, like, like, everything else I like. And um, another thing that I don't like is the whole, like, I'm going to shove this pro-feminist ideologically. Oh, ideology. yeah. That's, down your throat that's another yeah yeah <laughs> like i don't like that but i get it yeah i understand that it's kind of like the thing right now but i also feel like it just takes away from what it is because now you're just trying to force you know female influence into everything and when it's like 
you know, honestly, what made your business was the little boys that were obsessed with the comic books. Yeah. It was the male, like, the superheroes that were buffed out. You know, while they were looking at Barbies, the boys were, like, collecting the, the action figures. They were buying the, the comic books. They were obsessing over this. They were, like, that's what built the brand. How yeah. the hell are you going to be, like, ignoring them to be, like... Oh, but we got to focus on the girl. Not not to say that there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think that the, the way that they go about it, though, it's like very, I'm going to shove this down your throat whether you like it or not. Yeah. Because we're trying to be progressive. Yeah. It's a like, new age. Yeah. And like the whole thing of like, oh, well, I can fucking do that. Like, yeah, no one said you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, but it was a man that did it. <laughs> yeah. I, like, let's shift the topic because I want to get into this. A little bit, um, like what? What I feel that there is a very strong woman presence in society today, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it, right? And I agree with it. Everybody should be treated equal because, yeah, first and foremost, that's what feminism is about. Equality. That's equality. Yeah. Doesn't matter whether you're a female. Or ML, it's about equality yep. and within the gender economic of things, right? Right. But because I think because there's a, a feminist or there's feminine involved within the name, I think right. people tend to forget the real ideology of what it's trying to promote, and that's equality. Equality, yeah. So I mean, for me, I I, I can stand behind equality. Yeah, I can stand definitely. behind. You know, go girls and all that stuff. But when you force it down your throat, you're no better than men trying to force shit down your yeah. throats. You know, I mean, yeah, not I mean, trying to do an innuendo, but like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I feel what you're saying. And I definitely agree 100 um, percent. I just. You know, you, you, I think people get in trouble with kind of talking about this kind of shit because, <laughs> you know, and the people, show's canceled. Start to, people <laughs> start to think that you're like against it. But I, I'm all for equality, 100 percent. You know, but if you look at it, you know, we're not equal in certain senses of the word. You know, physically, yeah. men are always going to have more, you know, bone density, more muscle just from the get go. Without working out, men are always going to be more stronger, more stable. You know, you know, so it's like they're going to be more eligible for certain kinds of jobs. They're going to be more efficient in certain kinds of jobs. Not to say women can't do them, but the majority of men, more men are going to be more qualified for that job than more females will be. Yeah. And especially when it comes to things like, you know, fire, you know, firefighting, you know, fire and rescue police and stuff like that. You have a man going against another man. It, you know, you, you'll have an even fight. You have a man going against the female, even if the female officer is like, you know, trained and all that stuff. Yeah. More often than not, if it's a freaking criminal, he he might get the advantage on her. And he might end up, you know, hurting this yeah. female officer because he's just got that structure. He's got more, you know, he might be taller, faster, whatever it is. So I think it can put people in danger. And I believe that that should be acknowledged in the whole thing of like feminism yeah. and and you know, trying to push females into being, you know, these uh, these kinds of like, uh, you know, they can do anything. And it's like I believe that I think they can do anything. But yeah. you also got to look at each individual person. You know, there might be a woman that's you know physically superior and you know can do it. So it's like okay, great, she can. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it's like they should be held to the same standards as everybody else. Absolutely. So it's like if a man, you know, because there might be a man over here that's like he didn't make the standards, so he gets kicked out. And there might be a woman that's like, ah, oh, she didn't make the standards, but she's a woman. We got to. Yeah, we, we gotta, gotta give her a chance because we, we need we need that. Yeah, we need to have that. And then it's just like now she might be putting the safety of her partner in yeah. because now she can't. She might be overpowered by, you know, five guys out in the street or something. Whereas another male officer may have been able to hold his own, yeah. or may you know whatever it is. So in in those regards, I feel like there should be uh, equality, definitely, but at the same time, true equality, not like trying to force women to be like accepted like yeah they can be whatever they want to be let's bring them all in it's like yeah. there should be like there's still a standard there's still a test there's yeah. still these things that you need to qualify for and if you can do it then fucking you got it yeah but if, but if you can't if you can't then let's be real like you just didn't do it because you were tested at a fair level yeah and you didn't make the standard and see and i absolutely 100 percent agree but when it comes down to it like there's been cases where females in that and for an example will yep. play the female card. I'm like, oh, was well, because I'm a female. Yeah. And it's just like, well, no, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, all right, no. well, <laughs> and just to avoid a fucking, you know, lawsuit, a, a lawsuit or, or whatever. Publicity. And like, oh, just fucking come on. Like, you know, and that's what makes it dangerous for a lot of people. Yeah. Like you're saying, you know, like the difference in, in like mass, just fucking mass. Physically, alone. yeah. It's different, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just like, I, I'm not like, I, I'm not against it. You can do it, then do it. Um, go, more power to you because right, yep. you went you against it. all odds you and you prove yourself and good for you. Yep. But again, we should not be afraid to hold those standards either like as a society as an establishment is like hey you know what you're being judged for your your merit and for your capabilities and not your gender just just based off of fucking your capabilities and a lot of people are afraid of that because then you're sexist yeah you're sexist oh fuck i'm gonna get sued or you know any little thing and i think that's what's wrong with society now is that we're taking that route of like, oh, well, I don't want to say too much or, I, you know, I don't want to say this in front of th- these people or, you know, and, and a lot of people are being afraid to being themselves because they're they're afraid of offending either, you know, the right or the left or right. the gender or whatever. And it's like everybody has become so sensitive in these last couple of years and like. Yes, we grew up more hardened, I guess you can say. Yeah. And not with these standards or, or not knowing what's okay. And now we know what's okay, but right. now everybody needs an identity and everybody wants to belong and everybody wants to yeah. be like, oh, well, fair chances. And the thing is that I get it and I'm all yeah. for equality. Fair chances, yeah, for sure. But we gotta, we gotta stick to the fucking agenda. Yeah, there's something you gotta... And the fucking curricular... You know, like the fucking standards, dude. That's there's a baseline you gotta meet. Yeah. And if you can meet it, then you're in. And if you can't, then I'm sorry. It's just fair for everybody else involved exactly. to not let you go through. And the idea that's where people run into problems as well. Yeah. But and a, a lot of the arguments I hear as well is that uh, feminists will say like, well, you know, I think it's fair to you know push it in such a way now and to force females into you know wherever we can push them into. Because 
of all the years that we've been oppressed because of all the, you know, the decades. And yeah. it's like, but if we're going to do that, you know, then it's like, it's not going to be fair for, it's never, ever going to be fair because there's always going to be people that are going to be like, well, you know, when is enough enough? How much time do we have to allow you guys to get into wherever you can just because you're females, not yeah. because you've met the standard, but because you're female until it's like, okay, now we're even, are we even now? Yeah. It's like, do, can we like go back to, you know, holding our standards of, yeah, of you, the jobs or you know what are we gonna you know when are we and i don't know i think that's where you go into this weird spiral of like yeah you run it's into not that, fair anymore it's not really fair you run now into it's that like, problem where you you give them an inch and they take a fucking mile exactly yeah and, and, and like i like i what what instantly popped into my head was um a couple years ago i remember that google was having this um this program for for females, um, they would pay for your school. They would send you Shit. out to do all this stuff for free. All you had to do is be a female. Mm. And it's just like, well, fuck. I want to fucking do that, <laughs> but I'm not a female. You know, right, like, yeah. that's fucked up. You know, and so, like, they don't if they don't have those type of programs for everybody, how's that, how's yeah, that feminism? Yeah. Yeah, or that, how's that equality? That's more so to, like, for them to be like, we're getting females in. Like, look at us. We're so proactive. We're getting females yeah. in here. But it's like... As a company, as a business, as a as a society, we should be looking at who's the best for the job. Yeah. Who's up here? You know, females are good at a lot of things. Absolutely. You know, so it's like, we're not, like, I'm not trying to knock them down and be like, you can't be a cop. You can't be a this. You know, there's plenty of things that, are, that women are, like, fucking far superior than men at. And it's mm-hmm. not just fucking having babies and raising and fucking yeah, having yeah, a household. Absolutely. That's, you know, yeah. that's not what I'm getting at. So, <laughs> so don't, you know, quit your, you know, angry type and <laughs> don't, don't get at me yet. I'm, what I'm saying is like females have like different abilities that surpass men. You know, their intelligence tends to be higher yeah. for the most part, you know, so they tend to be very smart. So they can, you know, th- there's a lot of things that they can do. And again, I feel like it should always come down to the individual, you know, because, even just me and you, I'm better at different things and you're better at different nah, things. Nah, bro, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, even between me and you, like, there's differences. Yeah. Like, I can go out and do different jobs than you can. And I can't go into the, your job and be like, I'm going to take it up because I'm yeah. a man too. So we're equal. Yeah. Like, it's not the same, dude. It's not, we've we got different, you know, there's different things. So I think it should be, you know, fuck the male, female individually. Like, you as a person, we're going to see where you're at, you know? Absolutely. And I think in, you know, job applications, you know, the gender and all that stuff should be just excluded. You know, if the person's qualified for the job, they're qualified for the job, regardless of they're male, female, black, white, Asian, whatever it is. You know, and, and that's another thing. You know, you get into the race as well. You know? Yeah, like, that's we a whole get, different thing. Yeah, that's a whole different ball game, but along the same vein, kind of. Yeah. But uh, I think it should 100% be the best person for the job that they're going for. And I think that's the only fair way to go about it. And that's the logical way to go about it. I think. Yeah. Cause if you, if you, even if you look at, at like the biology and the science and the statistics of life and gender, gender, or like, I guess fucking, science or whatever yeah like you know females tend to live longer than males yeah how is that fair you know like i'm not saying i'm not comparing it like, oh well that's our reasoning for being fucked up to you no i'm saying like <laughs> life's yeah. not fair 
but we're trying you're to dealt make with it. What you're dealt. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to make it as fair as possible. You know, especially like me, like I'm not in charge of a fucking corporation or a company or anything like that. But the the most I can do is be right there with you when there's you know a fucking rally or or when they ask me for my opinion. I was like, fuck yeah. Give her the yeah. same opportunity that you're giving me. Definitely. Even yeah. if it means that I will won't get the position. Yeah. But it has to be equal. Yeah, like because you're better, you get the job. Yeah. Not because you're a female, exactly. you get the job. Definitely. And and you know, just to touch bases on, you know, what you said that males definitely usually have a shorter lifespan than females. And I, that stems from just the overall genetics of, you know, evolution. I don't know if people want to fucking get into the argument of evolution right now. But let's just <laughs> assume it's real, right? Yeah. We're going to assume that evolution is real. Evolution happened. We evolved from monkeys. We evolved from primates. And, you know, and then you get into the alien genetics and all that shit. We're not going to get into any of that. We just evolved from monkeys. We're in, you know, Africa or whatever. And we just or- started to originate. Uh, females had the babies. Females took care of the babies. Males went out, hunted for for food, went out to, you know, do whatever they needed to. There was another tribe. They went to war with the tribe. Yeah. You know, so males had a lot of stress on them to provide and to be the protectors and the, you know, the overall just the 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 muscle. Yeah. So they would they tended to ha- have a more stressful life. They tended to have more of a like, you know, everything's relying on me. These two, you know, my wife, my kid, my they're depending on me to get out there and, and kill a deer, to go out there and make sure that we're safe, to make sure that all of these things. And it translates to modern day because for the most part, males are the ones that go out there and work. Males are the ones that go out there and earn the money. You know, nowadays, you know, bo- most of the time, both will work. Yeah. But it's still a lot of stress on the male because, of, you know, especially, you know, me and you were Mexicans. The Hispanic community is always like, you know, the man has to be yeah. the one that's in charge of the household, the one that's the disciplinarian, the one that's got to have everything under control. You're the one that's going to get us out of whatever situation we're in. Yeah. And I think that's something that's not really acknowledged because females just think, you know, males get it all easy. Males, you know, you go out there, you yeah. find a job, you know, but it's males have that ambition and that drive because we still have that genetic built into us. We got to We got to provide. We got to be the providers. Yeah. We got to. Otherwise, we're not successful. Yeah. And then we're just sad and depressed because, you know, we feel like we're worthless. So I feel like people think that males are just kind of like fucking. Yeah, everything's easy. <laughs> we got the job. We, you know, yeah. we're, we're men. We're men. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's a lot of stress that comes along with all that kind of stuff. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why males tend to have a shorter lifespan than females not to say that raising kids is easy or any of that shit yeah. just saying males tend to be more combative and more stressed out and more driven and more like you know like they have that testosterone that's driving them and heating them up and like, i gotta go you know i'm gonna be a man i gotta go out there and do what i gotta do yeah but you know that's that's just a touch on that subject where you said that females live longer than males yeah that's what i would accredit that to definitely i mean i mean yeah, I mean, I think I can, I can vouch for that. Like, even, even when I was drunk, like, like my switch turned on. That's how I broke my foot because someone was talking shit and like, yeah, it just turned on. It's like, oh, I gotta pr- protect my 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 fucking my pack, you know? Yeah, yeah. And switch turned on. I got fucking punched and apparently I didn't feel it. It wasn't until someone pushed me 
Uh, I stepped weird into a cracker. I don't even know. I was fucking drunk, but I yeah. broke my foot. And that's that's how that happened. So I I, I feel that that's, that's true. Like, you know, there's some certain things that, that have been instilled with us in 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 our biology and in our DNA yeah. that we just can't simply turn off. Like yeah, it's just always running. Yeah, it's just you know, it's just a, it's like when babies when they're born. Like I think like the first three months, like if you put them in water, they're like they know to hold their breaths. Yeah, they're like that's their instinct. Yeah, it's yeah. their instinct. So it's like I think it's gonna take a while for a lot of of people to to remove some of that things that that society has instilled in us. Yeah. Like for example, like like I get a lot of hate. Well, not a lot of hate towards me, but there's a there's a lot of uh like criticism on especially on social media when there's like um you know, guys are like, oh well let's fucking go Dutch, you know, like I'll pay half and you pay your half. Like I don't see anything wrong with that. And Apparently, there's a huge fucking population of people on the internet that have a problem with it, and they like call them those guys pussies, and like they talk shit about those types of guys. And it's like, why is that talking shit? Like, like me and my girlfriend have that that agreement, not even agreement, but just kind of like it feels like we're both being equal, especially because like, hey, you know what? We go out to dinner. I'll buy this time. Yeah. Or, or you know it's fair basically it's fair you know and that's how i see it and we have this establishment where we recognize that and there's sometimes where maybe we don't even have to say anything and i know she's hasn't gotten paid yet and i was like no, right, right 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 i'll get it this time or whatever it is yeah you don't you don't you don't try to make it a big deal like yeah. you know it's your turn what, yeah you gonna, yeah yeah exactly. and and then you have people on fucking social media talking shit about these types of guys that prefer that and it's like to me i don't feel attacked and i don't feel like oh uh, triggered or anything like that i'm just kind of like why does society why did they paint these types of people guys or females and that that picture like as they're like pussies or whatever you know and like i think it's it sucks and it's unfair because if you want to talk about feminism and if you want to talk about equality that's equality. That's feminism. Going Dutch is just something little, a uh, tiny little speck of the possibilities of that equality. And, you know, I know I'm going on a rant, but it's like, hey, if we both agree and we're both trying to, you know, play by the book or whatever, like, why the fuck not? And I, I don't like that, that a lot of people paint those those people with those ideas and those values with that that tone because especially like kids these days that they all live on social media and they see that and i was like well i'm not gonna be dutch because i ain't cheap or whatever you know or i don't want to be a pussy because social media says that those types of guys are pussies or those types of girls are assholes or, right. or whatever but if you look at it like why does it like if we're living in in the society where both men and female can work why does all of a sudden the men have to buy like you know on dates all the stuff yeah yeah and it was like why like you work yeah like that's that's a fucking privilege bro like yeah, yeah. i work my ass off to to bring you here you know yeah. like why the fuck not like why do you want a good dinner like yeah, that's true like i'm down for it 
if I have the the money and the means to like fucking pay for it, then fuck it, let's fucking go. I'll buy you dinner. Yeah, no, no I'm inviting deal. you. Mm-hmm. But if we're like, hey, you know what? Like, can you, can we split it? Why, why are you gonna shame someone for for those ideas or those yeah, those, definitely. those you know thoughts or that's stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And uh, I think one of the more blatant uh, examples of that is like Valentine's Day. You know when. It's it, you're expected to do all these things for the for females. You you're expected to 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 take them out to dinner and to buy the roses and it's like the female basically just has to kind of just be there, you know? They have to allow themselves to be taken out and you're supposed to plan these things out and it's I thought it was supposed to be the the you know the, the day of love, the day of 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 relationships not the day of males taking women out and buying them expensive flowers um but i definitely see where you're coming from and uh i i have no problem with you know sharing the the bill sometimes you know and uh me and my girlfriend we usually do that kind of stuff you know she'll be like i'll get it this time or you know she never expects it from me and you know i like that that she doesn't really expect me to just pay you know, she'll always at least, you know, make the effort. And sometimes I, you know, don't have a whole lot of money. And I'm like, damn, I need gas to get to work all week. So maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe you, you can get it this time. But it's never yeah. like I have to ask. It's always kind of like she's already pulled her card out. So I'm just like, okay, I'll let you pay this time. <laughs> so it's not like an awkward kind of standoff. It's yeah. kind of like a – and when I can pay for it, I'm just like, no, no problem. No, no, don't worry about it. I got it, you know. So – and uh, when we go on trips too, we sometimes we go to like for her birthday even. We'll go to like uh, San Francisco or uh, – santa barbara or something and usually she'll be like i'll pay for the hotel you pay for like everything else like and then she'll pay for you know because the the hotel isn't cheap and then i'll be like all right i got gas i got food and that's it you know and then so we'll split it in that way and it's like her own birthday but it's like a triplet that's kind of expensive (laughs) but you know she's like she's never given me any trouble about that and i was like man that's that's cool i appreciate that (laughs) i appreciate that you're not like Spend your whole fucking paycheck and, you know, fuck whatever you got to pay for, you know, on your own, you know, like, take care of me, you know. So, that's pretty cool. But Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's beautiful when you definitely have, the, when you don't have to have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> when someone, and they kind of get it. Yeah. And they, it's like unspoken, you know. Yeah. But then you... Like, to me, like, I know I shouldn't be focusing so much on social media and I shouldn't even be on there, but it, it's We all hard. do it. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> we all do it. And, and it's hard. And, and, like, I think about, like, like those kids on, you know, social media reading or watching this stuff. Like, I was watching uh, or I was uh, on Reddit and uh, someone posted a picture or, a, you know, a little story or a post mm-hmm. or whatever. She she was uh, going on a rant. It's like, oh, my sister's uh, fourteen and she already uh, lost her virginity and she um, she's doing all kinds of drugs and whatnot. And I think it has to do with like the music she's listening to. Like she was just like worried and she was just yeah, going yeah. on a rant, like venting. Yeah. And and she was just like going off of this thing. And I was like, it's true because like all these kids are they just they have their phones. They just go on social media and it's like, oh well, fucking whatever this fucking rapper's name's name is 
He's talking about fucking Molly. I want to fucking try Molly. Yeah, you know, sounds he's like saying, fun. Yeah, he's he's saying that it sounds like fun. I want to fucking have some fun, you yeah. know? Or lean or Yeah, like all that shit. Yeah. And it, and it, it's true and like like going going uh going back to uh what we're talking about that uh don't fuck with cat show. Mm. Um they're like I was telling my girlfriend like right she knocked out before I did obviously. Um, but I was telling her like this is exactly why I want to erase all my social media because basically I'm not hiding anything. Yeah. But there are people who are malicious and who would yeah. try to find you using your own posts and your own ideas and your own pictures Definitely. just to do something malicious and like that's scary, dude. And like, yeah. you know, I freak out about that shit. Like it, it I had. A uh, a blog years ago, and I fucking freaked out, and I had to delete everything, and it it, it made me feel better, but at the same time, it made me feel like fuck, like this is what the internet has become, like right, it's just like this whole bullshit. Like before, it was there was an an minute anonymity, we are anonymous, and. Anonymity. Anonymity. Something like that. And, well, the internet was anonymous right. before. You make a fucking uh, a persona and you don't have to worry about following you. Right. Now everything's synced up to Facebook and synced up to like, Emails, phone your numbers, actual person, yeah, the actual your being. Your face and your, yeah. all that shit, yeah. It's scary, dude. Like, I don't want that shit. Like, I don't want them to know what I'm searching. I don't want them to know where I'm at. I don't... Yeah. Like, you know, what I said 10 years ago, and we briefly went over this, like, a couple pot, uh, episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. Like where, you know, you bring fucking, shit up. You're bringing old shit up. And it's like, fuck. Oh, yeah, about Kobe Bryant. Yeah. yeah. People talk about it. Kobe. It sucks because it's like, I, I don't, I don't know you. Like I'm not talking to you, but like I'm I don't know you on on the internet. And all your people listening, all your haters. <laughs> like I I don't know who's listening, but like you will never get to know me, even as right. we might have like ninety thousand hours down the line. You still will not know me personally. Right. To know someone personally is a privilege, and you have to actually go and, and you know be with somebody and yeah. invest time and yeah effort and, and there, there's it's it's very sacred like the the bond you have with people that you know personally definitely i yeah. think yeah no for sure it is and, and for someone to just like oh well no he's a little bitch because he posted this shit when he was you know fucking eight years old you know it's like really <laughs> fuck out of here really like <laughs> yeah. you know that's not the person who I am now. Yes, I was eight years old, you know, and I can keep going with this. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I think when I think there needs to be a a switch, um, and fucking erase the internet for for a little bit, or some somehow removing that that connection between your avatar to the actual person. Yeah. There has to be something because it's scary out there, dude. Like I, it is. Like that was. That's one of the reasons why, for a while, like I was contemplating doing a a, a podcast or, you know, anything on on social media or on Instagram, because I didn't want this shit to follow me. Yeah. 
Like my my blog, it's gone. I had some beautiful fucking poetry on there and some pictures, and I don't, I didn't have backups like of memories it. Memories and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and now they're gone because I'm afraid of what people can do with that information. Yeah, that's true. And uh, the 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 unfortunate part about the internet is that basically you can be whatever you want to portray, but at the same time, you can be whatever you portray. Yeah, it's like it goes both ways, and and it's like the same thing, but at the same time, it can like it can be great, I guess, if you want to either perceive, you know, make people think that you're well off, that you're happy, that you're this, you know, but at the same time, people can also make you look horrible. Yeah, by whatever it is that you may have said, like you said a long time ago, or maybe things just taken out of context because me and you talking is different than. You know, texting, you know, I can yeah. say fuck you, but if I'm like you right here, I'm like, hey, fuck you, man. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, oh, we're just joking around, yeah. you know, like, ah, oh, you know, you're being a dick, you know, but in a text, you know, you're being a dick. It sounds, you know, there's difference, yeah. you know, you're going to take it a different tone. But yeah, that's, uh, there was a while where I stopped, uh, I kind of deleted everything. Um, and I, I don't know, I felt like I, I was happier. <laughs> like, I didn't yeah, wake up and look up my, I didn't look up on Instagram and look, I don't have anything other than Instagram at the moment um, because I try to do photography and I kind of try to have something for people to like that want to check out my stuff. Yeah. Like, look, check this out. This is what I can do, which you guys can expect from me. So I, and I, I almost, I almost want to say that that's a poor excuse, but at the same time, people do need that. <laughs> they want to yeah, know that dude. if they hire you, they, they want to see you're what you're following. capable of. Yeah. Exactly, and then I'm like, I don't have a huge following, but I have pictures that you can look at and who I've worked with, kind yeah. of, so you guys can make a decision based off of that. Uh, but I don't have any other social medias. I used to have Twitter. I used to have Snapchat. I used to have Facebook. I used to have fucking everything, and I just fucking, I was like, I don't fucking want any of this. Uh, for one, I hate people's opinions, like especially uneducated people's opinions yes because they just have like the strongest opinions and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about they haven't dived into the you know the subject enough to know what the hell they're talking about and you can tell because they're so passionate about it in a very ignorant way (laughs) and that frustrated me to no end because it was just like i can respond to this but i don't want to get down to that level like i was like i want to know so I was like, I just stay away from it. You know, yeah. keep having your dumb opinions. I don't give a fuck. And uh, another thing is, uh, in my own personal like creativity, whether it's photography or you know creating like you know logos. I like I was telling you, I have like a fishing brand thing. Um, you you start to compare yourself a lot. You start to see like, oh shit, this guy's doing this. Oh my god, yeah. they're doing that. They're on this level. I'm never going to get there. I'm never, yeah. And then you start to, and you're just like, fuck, I don't want to do it. I can't. Yeah, exactly. I'm never I can't compete get there. with this guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got this gear. Fuck, he's already over there. Dang, he's meeting all these people. Like, yeah. And then you're just kind of like, you're like, I'm never going to be that. Why am I even trying? And uh, Yeah, you beat yourself. Yeah, you, you, exactly. So you beat yourself to the point where you're just kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I, I don't want to do it. I don't want that stress. I don't want, yeah. you know, by, by the time this guy was doing it for one year, he was already like, here and i've been doing it for two years and i'm nowhere near there yeah and so then you just kind of like you start to dive your you know into this this wormhole of of sadness and just hopelessness and 
pity party. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, I'm never going to be great, you know, but you know, this, the, the, this whole thing kind of stemmed from, you know, the podcast, I mean, the podcast kind of stemmed from me just kind of being like tired of doing that to myself and kind of separating myself from most social medias and just being like, I don't give a fuck if it sounds great or if it's like the, if we're just rambling on like we are right now. Like, I just want to put something out there. Like, you know, it'll connect with some people and it might not connect with other people. But at the same time, I'm just tired of being like, I'm never going to be geared enough. I'm never going to have the gear. I'm never going to have the this. You know, I have people. I have at least what I need, the microphones that I need. Like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I'm not going to wait. I'm not. There's always an excuse why not to do it. Like, oh, I just need to get a, you know, better gear. I just need to get another computer. I just need to get a. Uh, maybe a studio maybe i need to clean this whole thing up and make it look nicer make it you know just fucking do it. you know i was like fuck it i'm just gonna do it you know the whatever it is that was holding me back i was like i'm just not gonna be you know subjected to it anymore i don't want to buy into the fear of failure because i'm already failing if i'm not trying yeah (laughs) hey man i'm really good at failing so (laughs) everybody uh, anybody who's ever been successful is really good at failing yeah yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, and I, I, I got to say it out loud because I feel like we we do these things because we, we like them, obviously, yeah. but at the same time, we fantasize of, like, what it could become, you know? Exactly. Like, obviously, like, I love just talking and chit-chatting and shit and fucking... Now we're recording it. Yeah. And and it could become something. That's the hope, yeah. And that thought sparks up the fantasy of like, fuck, well, if we do this, then we can get paid for it. We can get exactly, sponsors yeah. and this shit like that. And there's nothing wrong with it. But then, like how you're saying, you start comparing yourself to other people. And like, like you're right. Like, to me, it's like, fuck it. Just do it. Just do it because you want to do it, because it's fun, because you enjoy it. And that's why, you know, because I did a podcast. It was a stalemate podcast with my cousin. That didn't work out. And you, we talked about the podcast yeah. idea and we we're like, fuck it, let's do it. And then for a long time, you know, because timing wasn't right, because yeah. of the holidays and all that shit, yeah. we didn't do anything. And there was nothing wrong with it. But it motivated me, and it got me started. Like, you know what? Fuck! I'm just gonna do do one myself. Yeah, I'm just do one myself. Fuck it! I'm gonna do it, and I did. And I, I mean, now it's the stalemate podcast with just me, not my cousin. And yeah. it's, I'm using it more as a journalistic type of podcast. But regardless, I'm doing it because I like it. Because it's later on in the future, I'm gonna use that to remember things, or I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna fucking laugh about this shit. Yeah, or I'm gonna see the growth. In my vocabulary, because like I was on my way over here and I was listening to the the episode with me, you and Ryan, and we were talking about Kobe, right? And I'm just like, fuck, who the fuck is talking? And I thought that <laughs> I for a second I thought that was Luis, and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking me! Like I sound eloquent, you know? Like yeah, yeah. I sound good, and like that motivated me, and that's when I was like, oh, well, do you want to? I text you like, do you want to reschedule because everybody else was. Yeah, something yeah. came up but then i was like listening to that and my thought was like nah fuck it just do it just do it fuck yeah. it 
You know, if, even if it's just me and you, like, we'll fucking improvise. We'll fucking do this shit. Now we're, like, talking about random ass shit. We actually got a lot of good topics out, I think. Oh, of course. Yeah, and, very good. <laughs> and it's practice, you know, yeah. because later down the line, say we run out of topics and we're like, oh, well, fuck. What, what else do you want to talk about? Yeah. yeah, no, we just fucking improvise. And I love this shit. And it just reminds me of when I was doing it uh, with with my cousin. And, yeah, it wasn't perfect, but that that excitement that like, oh, yeah, like we're doing it we're yeah, doing, we're doing it you know here, yeah. yeah and it feels good and and i think a lot of people forget that because everybody's so busy trying to compare likes and follows and fucking statuses but you, you got to remember a lot of the shit on social media is 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 fake is yeah, they, they post these these images a lot of them are even fucking photoshopped but they post these images that are staged. Like, people have been caught staging shit at fucking Ikea. And <laughs> talking about they're in the Bahamas and shit. Like, all this bullshit, dude. And it's like, just just do something. And even it even goes for those people that are faking it. It's like, just do you. Do what makes you happy, you know? Like, if faking images for fucking likes makes you happy, go for it. You're not hurting anybody. Yeah. But at the same time, be real. Like, don't be like, oh, well, well, I'm going to do this shit and I'm going to get all this money. Like, like, yeah, like be, you should, first of all, you should do it for fun. Yes. Do that it for fun. should come out of just basically your, you know, your, your passion, your, your, you know, your pro your, what you're doing for the love of doing it yeah. should come, you know, the money should come after, but you should definitely do it for the love of it first. You should, I, I think that's where a lot of YouTubers and all that shit get into go into failures because they come into it thinking like shit i can make millions of dollars here yeah and then they start really going with this persona of like hey guys here we go i'm in my garage we're doing it yeah. it's just like you can you hear the fakeness yeah. you hear the you like every fucking buddy does that same yeah. voice everybody does that pitch everybody does that whole like ah, i'm just going through my day i'm just doing it and it's just like oh, fuck yeah fucking... <laughs> even my last episode on my podcast like like I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it, and like I didn't want to record it. And I was on my way to rehearsal, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna fucking record it because I just had downloaded the Anchor app. So shout out to Anchor because that shit fucking is dope. I recorded a, an episode on my app on my phone. Dude, yeah, it's fucking. They're amazing. that good. I, I I saw that there's the ability to do that. And yeah. I'm like, Holy shit. Dude, yeah. I can just ramble on. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. I was on my way to band practice. Of uh, got on the freeway. There's traffic, obviously. So I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna record a fucking episode real quick. And um, yeah, I was having a shitty day, and and it's like fuck it. I'm doing it because I'm doing this for me, not for anybody. Like, yeah, if there's people listening to it, hey, you know what? Good shit. You listen to it. And my message to you for that episode was like, hey, there's going to be shitty days, but keep your head up. You know, there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. That was my message. But it was mostly for me. I was like, hey, you know what? You're recording this, even though you're having a shitty day because you're you're fucking dedicated to the process you're dedicated to your little hobby that you're doing and you know that's why i recorded it because like i can't just sit there and and just because my my shitty day and not record it because i love this thing you know and i even talk about how why my day was shitty or whatever but going to another fucking string of thoughts right now is like um 
one thing that I also do not like about social media is that, that people tend to forget that just because you're doing something um, like a hobby or something doesn't mean that you're going to make money off of it. Right. Like, yes, it's nice to fantasize and yes, it's nice to dream. And yes, I would love to do this for a living and not have to fucking go to my job and work fucking eight hours a day. And we can just fucking chat, have a beer for three hours and call it a day. And, you know, that's our money. Yeah. And that's that's our money. But the reality thing is that 90 percent of those people will not make it. Mm -hmm. And to me, I've learned to accept that. That's okay because I'm doing this for because I love it and I'm having fun. And I'm not doing it for money. If later down the line it, it becomes something, great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll be able to quit my job. But that's not the point. Um, yeah. The point is I'm doing this because I'm having fun. And there's a possibility that it's never going to go anywhere. And right. that's okay too. Yeah, because, I mean, realistically, if we don't do it, we're basically just – we will we'll, we'll, you know, what would we have been doing other than that? I would have been fucking watching maybe a movie. Exactly. Maybe just sitting there. Still nothing. Uh, at least here I'm, you know, having a great conversation. Drinking some beers and, you know, something look, I look forward to it every week. And, you know, we just started doing the monthly gathering, you know, every first. I kind of decided every first Wednesday of every month. It's official, guys. It's official. <laughs> every first Wednesday of every month is the odd gathering. Which is uh, basically we just go hang out at a local, at a place, wherever we choose that particular month. And we just kind of hang out and we all just kind of like without the pressure of the podcast, we just chat, you know, back and forth, get to know each other, touch base with each other, see where we're all at and kind of just have a beer. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Unwind from the day. It's the midday hump. Midweek hump. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And it's. The, the thing that I love about what we have here going on is that there's there's no pressure. Like, there's obviously be, been a couple episodes that you guys recorded without me. And I don't hate you guys for it. I think we did one. <laughs> oh, just one. Okay, sorry. It's just one. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'm okay with not being present. And I'm okay with you guys continuing it. Because I would want you to continue. And, like, it does, I, I don't feel any, like you know, quarrel towards you guys. And in fact, like I listened back to that episode. I'm just like, fuck, that's just fucking funny or yeah, it's entertaining. Like it, it kept me in the loop, you know, listening to that episode. I was like, all right, well, now I know what to, to not talk about because they talked (laughs) about it. Yeah. But excuse me. I keep saying, but, and I don't have anything to, but into (laughs) nothing, but yeah. But like, I like this. This is no, it's no holds bar, but there's no pressure. There's no commitment. I mean, I feel committed because I love this. Yeah, but definitely. It, it, it definitely comes within. It comes, comes with each person. And yeah, even though we hate Luis and Ryan and Thomas, I mean, what? Well, I mean, said that? I mean, fucking Ryan is doing his own podcast as we speak. <laughs> The competitive one, so we're just... I, I know he's doing it, son of a bitch. He's doing the, the positive fellas? Yeah, the positive fellas. Son of a, the, the even odd, fellas. The even, the even <laughs> the fellas. Even, he's like, be there or be square. <laughs> <laughs> Punk ass dude. <laughs> no, but like, I love this because like, I think like 
just being in the presence of people who are like-minded definitely helps my create creative juices flow and yeah. makes me feel like hey i'm not the fucking only crazy one in here yeah and i i i definitely value this podcast for that and even if it's not recorded i would definitely like you know when we had the outing last month yeah we just talked we just talked and like i i definitely wish we recorded some of that the yeah, conversations i, I kind of wish we would have because that was that was actually beautiful yeah <laughs> but like it the thing that i took home with it is like fuck I love these guys because I can talk about anything and everybody's like really open to the idea of just letting go. And like I was saying earlier, you run into those people who are very close minded. And it's like if you don't say something they they agree with, they instantly just shut you out. And it's like yeah. with us, it's like, hey, what do you guys think about that? And everybody has something to say. Everybody. And it's, <laughs> everybody and it's has different. And thought, yeah. yeah. And like it, it's beautiful because. Growing up, I've always had fucking doors shut because of the way I thought, because yeah. of my opinions and whatnot. And to be part of this group, to be part of this, like it definitely means a lot to me. And I really thank you. And I I know I'm <laughs> I'm not like super drunk or I'm I'm buzzing it. But regardless, <laughs> it's 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 allowing me to talk, right? Free flowing. <laughs> No, but like really, like I mean it. You guys are definitely up there. You guys are definitely a big part of of my my week that I look forward to, and I cherish you guys and our conversations that we have, even with the podcast or without the podcast. Well, fuck, I appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, man. I mean, these all these guys, we've like you know pretty much, as far as I'm concerned, I've whittled down everybody. <laughs> that's been weak <laughs> out of the group, you know? So it's, you know, everybody that's stayed has always been of the same mind, you know? Yeah. So everybody that, you know, Thomas is the one that I've known the longest. I've known him since we were like junior year in high school. Yeah. And me and him have always really like, you know, we've always just been there always. Like I've just known him forever. And, uh, Joey, I've known the second longest and, you know, strong minded individual, me and him sometimes get into it, as you've seen. But, you know, it's always kind of like, um, it's like, I feel like it's safe. You know, with anybody else, like, I wouldn't care to get into something like that. Yeah. Because if you get into, like, a verbal disagreement with some other people, you know, you're like, you know, sometimes I, I almost feel like they're not, like, like, they're not going to get it, you know. Yeah. With, with With him, it's like, I feel like even though we didn't agree at the end of the night, I feel like both of us went out and we're like, I see his point. And then he's like, I see his point. Yeah. too. And we just like, you know what, dude, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. There's still that mutual respect for each other. Definitely. No matter how it went, it was like, you know, dude, you know, I see what you were saying. You know, yeah, it was definitely fucking awkward. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. So we, we got into a, a bit of a heated discussion about uh, the word belief and adding that to uh, personal conversation and personal growth. I have a strong uh, opinion about that. So <laughs> it kind of went, <laughs> you know, there was a lot of beers and a lot of, uh, a lot, of, it was later at night. So yeah, it, it was, uh, it was, it was a definitely, definitely different experience, but I definitely like how are you saying at the end of the day, at the end of the night, it wasn't like, well, fuck you, dude. Like, you know, get the yeah, fuck out of here. No. And like, I'm very familiar to those situations where mm -hmm. like, where, we, you don't agree with me? Well, fuck you. Get the fuck out. 
And I was yeah. like, I liked that it didn't go there. It was awkward because of my expectations. Because you I thought it would go that way. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, the only person I know is fucking Ricky. Right, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, start fist oh, fight. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. yeah, yeah. So it was definitely awkward for me. But at the end of the night, it felt like, you know, we all fucking hugged each other. And, hey, man, I fucking love you. And I was like, yeah, I love you too. And I was like, the fuck? Like, it usually doesn't end this way, nah, there's, guys. There's, it's just it's a it's a it's a respect and a love for us throughout. You know, just years of knowing each other and just understanding each other. And you know, the reason I I kind of pushed so hard wasn't so much because of the the word as much so much because of like who Joey is to me. Yeah, and I just felt like I feel you know it's not like necessarily like the actual you know the case, but I feel like. He would benefit a lot more from just ex- expelling that word from his vocabulary because it would open him up to more possibilities mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, I found it. I figured it out. This is where I'm going to follow the straight line that I'm going to go through because I know he's intelligent. I know he's smart. I know, you know, he is who he is and he's very, very straight, you know, very he speaks with a lot of conviction. Yeah. What he says is like you hear it and you listen. And you're like, oh, shit, he's saying something. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was like, he's got a presence. I was dumbfounded by the way he was talking. I like, I, I, I the next day I was telling my 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 girlfriend about it. I was like, dude, like, cause we we uh, we had gotten a fight me and my girlfriend that mm-hmm. day. So I was like, fuck, I don't want to fucking be home, like yeah. you know. And like I was, I was gonna counsel you guys, but I was like, you know what, fuck, I'm gonna go out with these guys. Like I, I need a, I need to, right, breathe. So we went out. And, like, when you guys were talking, like, Joy was saying some pretty deep shit and yeah. shit that, that really resonated with me at one point or another in my lifetime. I felt exactly the same yeah. shit that he was talking about. And I was like, fuck, I don't feel alone. Like, I don't I don't feel like I'm the only one thinking like this. And I, I was just looking at him like, dude, you're are you me? Yeah. You're saying what I wish I could verbalize. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was just like, so like dumbfounded. And then you're like, nah, I don't like that word belief, bro. And I was just like, puta madre. I had a, <laughs> I had a beautiful moment with Joey right now. Yeah. It felt like he was speaking to me. Yeah, and you're dude. like, I, I, I do that a dude. lot. Basically, <laughs> I do that a lot with like random things. Like, you know, whatever people say sometimes I just like, you know, I, I feel like this is right. But it, like I said, only with, certain people yeah you feel only comfortable with certain people with that i feel like you know because if, if we get into that with like you know like he was saying like a jehovah's witness or something it's like it's not worth it yeah. you can't there's no way i'm gonna change a jehovah's witness mind yeah there's no way that they're gonna take anything away from me other than being like i feel sorry for him because he's gonna go to hell yeah there's there you know so there's no point to that absolutely so there's no there's no reason for me to like get into it with somebody that's already indoctrinated with whatever they believe. But I felt like he's on a path that's just like, so up here. I'm just like, dude, everything sounds so great. But I was like, I just, you know, like the way you're saying belief kind of, it, it, I guess it just kind of took me to the point where anybody of, of any form of religion or form of like, you know, yeah, like, it, I'm going to drill this into your head because this is the, this is the way, this is the path, mm-hmm. you know? So it just kind of made me like, you know what, maybe you should just not go into it as being like, I believe this because now you're set in this. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I would like for you to kind of like keep going beyond that and just like, be like, this is where I've come to at this point. Let's see where I end up. Yeah. 
you know that but, that's that's what I was trying to get at. But I was I, drunk. <laughs> yeah, and I absolutely agree with you. But like like going going back to my experience, I was just like, fuck, it's gonna end in putazos, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. and like so to me, like I was just like, fuck, it's someone's gonna get fucking beat yeah. up. So like, if you move that 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 mentality of like shit, I I'm expecting this to happen, then I I believe. We get stuck in this. Well, no. Well, I'm right. No, you're right. No. Well, I feel this way, and I, and like what I was trying to say that day, and I felt like I wasn't <laughs> being heard because it was just so <laughs> it was so dense. It was like I was trying to say it was like you know what I I just believe it, which goes with my beliefs. Yeah. And I'm saying beliefs because I'm trying to trigger you, nigga. <laughs> right, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You know what? No, no. <laughs> But like you know, I, I I believe that the way you perceive things is going to be different from day to day, hour to hour, second to second, person to person. Yeah, you know, course. everything's going to be completely different. And accepting that the fact that hey, this word might not mean the same thing to you, and he's just using it as a a way to connect words together right, versus yeah. you, you're triggered right, by yeah. it because you're expecting shit to be just like a talk with a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Like I was expecting putasos to be thrown. Right, right, yeah, yeah. You know, and so to, like, that's what I was trying to prove, like, well, not prove, but like tell you guys, like, hey, you know what? We're not agreeing to disagreeing yeah, or yeah. disagreeing to agree or whatever, but let's just that's acknowledge. That's the best way that he can yeah. connect with yes. what he's trying to say. Like, yeah. I wanted you guys to, like, accept the fact that shit's different regardless of who's talking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And not to be offended by the message, but to take it as as the the core of it. Yeah. The core of what he was saying is, like, you know, and I vaguely yeah. remember what the he was saying. The message is very, very good. Yes. I loved it. It was basically just about love and just free expression and kind of, like, Going with what's really within you. Yes. And kind of like, you know, living your, you know, what your potential basically. Yes. And so that was, it was a beautiful message. I just chose to focus on the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and see, like, to, to to acknowledge the fact that you're like, fuck, I fucked up. Or I chose to, you know, focus on the wrong thing. Yeah. You know, that that's very big of you. Again, my experiences with other people have been like, well, I'm not, I don't go fuck. I, I didn't fuck up. He fucked up. Yeah, and it's just, just like, it's very like offstandish and it turns me off. And I was like, I can't stand those people. Like how yeah, you can't no. stand, you know, close minded people. Yeah. I can't stand people who don't give it an opportunity. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, this circle that we have, I'm grateful that uh, you brought me into it because I can see a lot of, of, uh, very strong, very um, intelligent people, and very like I, I'm I'm glad that I'm part of this because I feel like I finally can talk to uh, fucking people. You fit in great. Thanks, man. I, was, I, was, I even told your sister. I was like, dude, I was like, he fits in like like he's been our friend for like fucking decades. <laughs> like, I, I like he just like he slides in. It's like he slides in like he's lubed up. <laughs> I don't even feel him coming in, but I know he's in there. <laughs> But yeah, dude, that's that's the one thing I think you'll you'll learn about us is that we're very, uh, you, you know, people like Luis, people like me, depending on the subject, 
we're gonna push <laughs> we're gonna push back yeah <laughs> so if you say some things we might kind of like try to see if you really know what you're talking about or yeah. if you're really about what you're saying absolutely and it's not like in a way like i don't I never want you to feel like you're being disrespected or you're like it's hostile you know that you know i was a little drunk so i was maybe getting a little heated but you know it was at the end of the day it was never like an aggressive heated it was more like i'm passionate about what i'm saying no absolutely. So i want to be heard and and see that's what a lot of people confuse about me too like maybe i'm passionate about something i i raise my voice yeah exactly and yeah. like why are you yelling i'm just like dude i don't see that as yelling i'm just like i want to yeah, say yeah. What, what i'm thinking in the way and i and it just comes out this way yeah yeah exactly but yeah, definitely you know, like for sure, dude. Excuse me. I I I feel like I've I'm very privileged to know you guys, and I'm I'm happy. Well, I'm fucking glad you're here, bro. Because <laughs> you're you're a great fit. Like I've always like I've Thanks, said man. many times behind your back. Damn. And as you will always up. learn, is that when people talk good about behind your back, those are the friends you should keep. <laughs> Definitely. But um, yeah, dude, you're you're a great fit. Uh, love your conversation and love your input on everything. You have great topics that you just bring up, and it's like everything seems to fit in really well. I think we're all at a very even kind of yeah. mentality, and at the same time, what we believe is like what we believe. Yeah, yeah. Say believe, but it's like <laughs> we believe, you know, these separate things, and we're like, okay, we're all there, you know, and there's gonna be discrepancies in between there, but. That's all part of growth, I think. Yeah. You should allow yourself to be pushed in that way because if what you believe is truly solid, it's always going to hold up. Yeah. And if it's not, then you should also allow yourself to be like, you know what? Yeah, that was kind of a little yeah, messed up. I shouldn't. <laughs> if you build your foundation in sand, it's just going to crumble. Exactly. And, and like, I get that how you were saying earlier that you, you, you kind of try to challenge your, your thoughts because if you're just spouting shit just to say shit sometimes it's recognized and you're like oh well let's see how far i can get this guy to talk for real yeah and if you can tell if he's full of shit when you start testing the waters yeah you start pushing him a little bit yeah and you're it's like, like oh this guy's not <laughs> yeah he's full of shit yeah and like i do that too and again it comes off as like, oh, what the fuck? This was aggressive. Yeah, we're being a dick. <laughs> like, but but in reality, we're just like, nah. You saying you know shit? Prove it. Yeah, just all of all I'm asking is questions. I'm not yeah. like I'm not trying to you know be a dick to you. I'm just asking you questions. Yeah, I'm not swallowing what you're giving me. So just prove exactly. It. And I, I, that's what I like about it too. Is is that in some way or another, in some language or some type of communication. Uh, device or, or or language or fucking lexicon that we use yeah. as our beliefs or whatever word that you want to choose. Yeah. I believe that we each individually um, believe that the ego is somewhat bad. Definitely. And and we shouldn't hold it like on a pedestal. Yeah. Like that's where Kanye I, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. <laughs> <laughs> but like I feel that that we all acknowledge that fact that the yeah, ego is definitely, bad, and that's why we don't we don't step on each other's toes when we're talking, and like it's very there's a lot of respect and love in the in the room when we're talking, and you can feel it, especially because when we're done, you feel like you're just left like 
you're skipping to your fucking car. <laughs> yeah, like you just heard a side of things you haven't heard before. Yeah. And at the same time, you were able to throw in what you've come up with up to this point. And it was just kind of like people heard you. And yeah. it was just like people chimed in, whatever. And, uh, you know, even when we had the whole thing, I heard Joe out the whole time, you yeah. know, and never interrupted him really until the very end when I was like, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> try to give a suggestion. But, you know, yeah, definitely. We all, I think we all have a very mutual respect for each other's opinions and thoughts and what we have come up to it to this point. And I think that that's very important. It's always very important to hear everybody out and not immediately close close off to whatever it is yeah. that you believe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout out to, to Adriana because th- sh- without her, this wouldn't happen. Yeah, she called it. She was like, I yeah. think you guys, for years too, like I think at least two, three years maybe, she's I, been like, I think you and my brother really get along. And I was just like, uh, I don't want to show up. Go. I was like, I don't want to show up. And then he's kind of like, She's always trying to set me up on bro dates. I don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but it was like um, she was always saying like, you know, that, you know, because I would always be like, she's like, what are you doing this weekend? And I'd be like, well, I'm doing this and this. She's like, she's like, that's the kind of stuff my brother does. She's like, I think. Yeah. And then she would always yeah. like keep building it up. And I'd be like, all right. Until finally it was like her birthday. And she's like, hey, come to my birthday. And I was yeah. like, all right, I'll, I'll get to meet him and we'll see what happens. And, you know, we just kind of like, I don't know. We just had a conversation the whole night and it was pretty yeah dude we fucking good we just kind of kept going we hit it off <laughs> yeah and even the first podcast we we had a pretty good conversation just kept it going obviously now we're both getting more and more comfortable with talking to the microphone and talking about subjects and realizing that we need to clarify certain things because people Definitely. listening don't really know what the hell we're talking about yeah absolutely so i think that's something that we're just kind of we'll just keep growing from there yeah and this is a episode five and it ties back to episode one <laughs> yeah the beginning the in the beginning it goes to the tail <laughs> but yeah i mean I'm, I'm excited to meet you guys and, and like i think it shows especially when i come home and my girlfriend just she feels that i'm ready radiating like i had a, i think i told you about a little inside joke that me and my friend juan have about um auras oh yeah and uh so like you know how the number seven is like the highest aura you have <laughs> yeah. it's just like some little stupid uh joke inside joke that we have but i definitely i i feel like there's some truth to it especially because there's like books and when i talk about right. the chakra and shit yeah. like that so i believe there's there's some truth to it obviously i haven't looked too much into it to know what i'm what i'm talking about but i know that i do feel re-energize once i get out of here i feel like i'm yeah. ready to fucking hit the world like i'm fucking stoked like all right yeah, let's like fucking go did something good yeah like yeah and it's like there's no other like as far as right now there's no other feeling that's more important to me than this because it's like fuck there the fucking world is beating me up like right oh, now dude. And it's like, I'm just, I don't know what to fucking do. And then I come here and I just fucking, even if we rant, we just don't even get to the subjects that are bothering me. Just yeah. like the, the presence of you guys makes me feel like, you know, my aura is being att- yeah. attenuated to yours. Right. Or we somehow balance each other out. And like, yeah, I, yeah. like I, I literally feel like I'm walking on clouds when I'm fucking out of here, dude. 
Yeah, that's the uh, that's the camaraderie, man. That's the whole like like mindedness, the whole everything just kind of coming together. And I think that's what I think we all individually struggle with outside of this, gaining that understanding, gaining that audience yeah. of people that are going to get what you're saying. And not only that, but maybe even question it a little bit and just kind of maybe even take you to a different level. Like, oh, yeah, well, you thought about that. Well, like, have you ever looked at it in this way? Yeah. You know, you, you know, as far as me i go in day to day and i'm just kind of like i'm very dumbed down like i have to be at other people's levels like i have to be like i can't get into what i want to get into because i know they're not gonna get it i know they're gonna get lost i know they're just gonna like you know what i don't i'm not gonna go there because i this there's no point they're not gonna understand it yeah so it's like i have i've had that frustration for a long long time and you know luckily i've had these guys for a long time as well and like you said, every time I would go hang out with them before the podcast, it was always like you'd just go in there and be like, you know what? We just had this great conversation. We just had this great time. We just had this great moment in, in space, and we just kind of we vibrated with each other, and it was just like, okay, now I can go over here and vibrate with all this discord for a while longer. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Ah, feels good. Feels very good. Want to call it on that? I think we call it, man. All right. That was a beautiful uh, way to solidify the, yeah, the broness man. right now. Definitely. It's broing down. We're all going to get matching leprechaun <laughs> tattoos <laughs> for St. Patty's Day. <laughs> I'm a virgin to that shit, oh, dude. You, know, you don't have any. I don't have any. Oh, okay. Except for a scar, but does that count? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any. Well, I, I, I promised my sisters that I would get, uh, uh, we're going to get a matching tattoo. Okay. Th- oh, your sister th- has a couple of them. Yo, yeah. yeah both she- both of my sisters do. Um, but I, I don't have any and we're going to get, um, like, well, I'm the third child. So we're going to get like three of three for me. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we're going to do. And I promised them that I was going to do it with them and, and I'm still down. So I know my sister listens to our podcast. Yeah, she tries. Yeah, I force her to. I'm like, did you listen to our podcast? Yeah, she's like, she's like, how many do you guys have now? I'm yeah, like, you I'm guys like, are ah, boring. Like, <laughs> no, no, she gave some pretty good pointers for the first time she listened to, and I was like, I took it all in. And I was like, you're you're right, because uh, you know there the was whole a, Luis one and Luis two. Did she tell yeah, you that? Yeah, yeah, she told me that, and I was like, that's why I started calling you Louis. Yeah, I was like, all right, he's gonna be Louis, and we'll have Luis, and we'll have uh, obviously nobody else has a similar name, so yeah. <laughs> we're good there. But yeah, she was she made that point, and uh, uh, so yeah, we just try to you know keep improving. Season two will be here before we know it, and it should be yeah. a lot better. Definitely, man. This is a uh, this is basically. A live test run. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a beta test. <laughs> yeah, beta test, and we're gonna. I don't know. I think it's going great. I'm just. I I, I I think so too, man. And it's only gonna get greater. And I know I have my equipment, and we have plans to to get more stuff for yeah. for the the thing. And you're definitely gonna hear people who are listening. Definitely gonna hear improvement and sound quality and and. Uh, we're, we're going to try to make things a little bit more uh, organized, but yep. we're not going to promise anything because we like we'll, the chaos. Yeah, we, like, we definitely <laughs> love chaos. But yeah, I am. I'm excited um, to see where this takes us. And uh, yeah, man. Beautiful, man. Couldn't have said it any better. 
You want to sign us off? Uh, I always forget, dude. <laughs> Damn it. We've been rehearsing for a month now. <laughs> Don't forget. I don't even know what the hell we. I don't even say, know why we say that. I think one. I think the first episode. The first episode, you were like, "Hey, you said something real cool at the end." Yeah. I was like, "That was quite cool." I was like, "I was like, all right." Yeah, I a guess little I'll sign off. It. it was like, "Don't forget, the odd fellas never, never sleep. sleep. Stay woke. Stay woke. See, that's what I forget. Stay woke. That last part. But yeah, so don't forget, the odd fellas never sleep. Stay woke. <laughs>